You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Everybody and welcome to episode seventy four of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike and I'm Shane. Hey, is that what we get if we take a week off to do the video show? We get like a little bit extra pizzazz. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm I'm all about the pizzazz. I feel like Chocolate Chip Charlie would do something like that. Uh, Chocolate Chip Charlie Hobbs. Just saying. I mean, he he's well. First of all, he would attack you from behind a car for no reason. And jump He's out a motherfucker, yeah. isn't he? But, but that plus the butt up up. He reminds me of the scat man that was in The Shining, but uh, that was a whole, whole different dude. Oh, yeah. What was that guy's name? Uh, oh, man. Scat man Rutherford? I know it's something uh, scat. Scat, scat man Hogginsburg. Yeah. I, <laughs> that is the blackest Jewish guy Dar- that I've Darian ever seen. Darian will call him with that. He knows uh-huh. that guy by heart. He oh, okay. I loved him, too, though. Well, dude, he was the man in The Shining. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What are you doing? What's going on with you? Me, right now? Yeah, let's turn the tables. What are you doing? What have you been up to, man? Dude, I've been working hard, okay? Yeah? You know, I'm excited to be back after two weeks. It's funny because we, uh, last last time, uh, what was it? It wasn't last Friday, it was last Thursday, so it was two Thursdays ago. We uh, recorded episode 26 and 27 of the video show for Zombie TV. Plug. Yeah, plug. But uh, we stuck around after, and uh, we made some friends with some bands. Oh yeah, they were the, they were touring around and the, stuff. The, what were they called? The <laughs> well, don't I, say, don't don't say, don't say who they are. I can't remember. Don't what say they who they are because they were the coolest dudes, man. They coolest, were super cool. And we're talking and uh, Stoner Rock. No, uh, Doom. like, like sl- Doom, yeah, Doom, rock. Doom Metal and stuff. You know, and I'm like, oh man, awesome, cool. These guys are badass, right? Um, they they were totally nice to us. They gave us their CD stuff like that. I listened to it. I was like, oh, well. Maybe we'll. Oh, and maybe. you know what you were saying to him outside? Well, I was telling him, "Hey, we do this. Awesome yeah, we do this show. We're gonna, we're gonna have you. Yeah, we we'll put you on because the list. they were cool as shit. Yeah, dude. they were good guys. And they were cool, and they were like, you, they looked like they knew how to rock. They all way. had the long hair and the giant beards. Yeah, so which is I, totally I, popular I, right now. What are you saying? What are you saying? The long hair and the long beard. Okay, it's the combo. So, am I still a man who is unique with bald and a beard? Sure hate you but the thing is is yeah you guys were you and tow truck were very yeah you know very uh well I, but the thing is i'm always looking like out their for company well yeah they were cool dudes they were cool they, they were, were just, super cool and the funny thing is i had to work the next day so i didn't even stick around for their show they just gave me a cd and i'm like oh, i gotta have i got my head's gotta hit the pillow at 11 or else tomorrow work's gonna be okay miserable. so what happened with the cd what i mean what what's your problem i listened to it no it's it's not i it was just i mean it wasn't bad it was just fairly generic you right. know i don't know there was nothing special they weren't orchid or they weren't uh you know uh the sword or they weren't uh no, orange it, goblin it, no it's different it's different than that though dude it's remember that you know the i don't know who the first band 
that we who was that band that we saw there uh, with see, the I'm with the Italian guy and he was like rah, rah. oh yeah 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 he was on fire wasn't yeah he? he was that was that was a cool live show and I'm thinking maybe if these guys if we saw him live we'd be like oh man that was cool because you know I mean that kid was pretty into it right yeah well that's what you got to do when you play that intense ingre- aggressive you know stoner doom yeah you've got to be intense and and stone and it's funny beside i mean if he were to wear like a long sleeve t-shirt or not sorry a long sleeve white shirt with a tie you know to hide his tats on his arms stuff like that you know in in a tie and whatever and he he had the short hair nice and combed and it was like he would be a nice italian gentleman he'd be like hey it's baguzzi yeah you know come on over let you know whatever but you listened to it and you thought what that it It was was okay. okay yeah it was all right uh, tow truck were he those sent guys me a from, message were, going i'm gonna go ahead and say this is less than okay oh no no you're talking about hive or i mean that one band yeah yeah i it, to that me was the, it was okay i that's the cd i got was from that band that you just said yeah but know? i but i'm talking i i think i really like the well i you know the light you gotta realize that burt's there was what like 15 people there you know including the dudes from the other bands that are you know that are kind of rocking out supporting their brothers in rock Right, you know, and, and, like, it, hey. was, and, and it was they, all dudes except for your redheaded girlfriend was there, but she was doing homework off in the corner, and I, and I was trying to, I was trying to say, dude, there she is over there. Oh, who? But, I just, I wasn't paying attention. No, there. Oh, oh, dude. Every time who? we go to Bert's, and this one girl happens to be there. Oh, the hot red. Yes, I with the little see, thing in her. Well, cause, I didn't even see her in there. That's because you were, you were too much on fire for me to go up and say, hey, dude, there she oh. is. That's your lady. Oh, son of a. <laughs> See how I I'm out of the loop. Uh, you're out of the loop, dude. I, I just don't think properly. Well, it happens. It it happens. There you go. Whatever. But no, that was fun. It was fun to go out and rec- do some more video shows. And uh, that was the first one since uh, the dreaded uh, Black Friday. That's what I call it. Yeah, the Black Friday. The what Black was that? Friday. I forgot. That's when, that's when I got laid off. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. the Black Friday. Yeah, yeah so okay. it, well. That's what, that's yeah. what we're going to call it now. It's Black, Black Friday. Friday. Yeah. Ugh. But no, dude, Um, as far as this episode's concerned, it's been two weeks. Yeah. So, so there's actually a bunch of stuff that I want to talk about before we get into the show, if you don't mind. Okay, then just let me Let me pull out the iPad, it. okay? Let's just do it. Pull um, it out, whip it. Wow, really? Just whip through it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to totally skip one part, uh, because I feel like it's a little too negative. So I'm going to skip it. I'm trying, oh, to, I'm trying to be positive. That's my favorite. No, 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 no. Cause I got a little, not, I got, I got some more hate, not hate oh, mail, but like up yours, kind of like up yours mail, but, but here, but let me start let with me this. Hear up okay. Well, smell. let me start with this. Okay. okay. Um, okay. So, and I was going to talk about this in the video show, uh, because I thought that, uh, there was a couple of, a couple of, uh, a movie and a band that, that we put together that I didn't think we were going to talk about for a long time. So I was okay. like, okay, well, you know, here's this thing. If we need some extra time, I've got a subject that I want to mention. Okay. Uh, but of course you and I, when we turn on the, the recorder, the recording machines, you know, right. we, we just go and it ended up being just as long as every other show that we've ever done. But I wanted to mention this. We've been doing the video show for about a year now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I think we actually started in July of, uh, 2012, you know, and, and we've been putting out the, the, the channel hasn't been live for that long. Zombie TV hasn't been live for that long, but we've been recording stuff for it, you know, on and off throughout that whole period of time. We started here, then we moved over to Burt's and blah, blah, blah. Right. But, um, we've, we've recorded 27 episodes. We've released seven or 16. Sorry. I sent off 17, but we haven't released it yet. And, and, uh, but 
I, I kind of found myself looking back over the first year of recording, and I wanted to mention a couple of bands because we've done a lot of great bands on 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 the video show, like great great bands. Right. Stellar Corpses, Tyco, Typo Negative, The Other, The Creep Show, Die Monster Die, Rosedale, Sixty Nine Eyes, Skinny Puppy, Blitz Kid, all you know, all sorts of great, among others. Right. But there was a couple of bands, okay, that 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 maybe people don't know quite as much about, and I was kind of a little bit on the fence. And I was like, oh, you know, and I don't even know if these episodes have been released yet. So if they're out there already, great. If not, I think I know one of them's out there already. In fact, they, I think they both are, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, I just want to say there have been a couple of bands that, who have stood the test of time with me. Uh-huh. Meaning I've, li- I've, even though I thought that they were okay, uh, it turns out that really all they needed to do was have some more time to grow on me. Yeah, just because I time. Because I'm digging them and I listen to them all the time. And okay, so, so let me go. What'd you do to your dog? He's sad today. I don't know, but he's pissing me off. No, he's all right. He's a people. He's part of the show. He's he's the he's our producer. All right, producer Zephyr. Couple bands. That couple, you- couple of bands. Okay. Um. In in the first band, I want to mention. Okay. I I really liked, and I even said, hey, I like this band. They're great. Blah blah blah. You know. But I don't. I still don't feel like I gave them the what they deserve. Right. Okay. okay. And that band is. Well, You've went back and said, you know, you said I liked this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I'm basically all I'm doing is, is intensifying my love for this band. Okay. Go. Well, it, it, and I've listened to two of their albums. They have two. They have two uh, albums. One's called, uh, was, oh shoot, what is it called? With a Demerol Chaser. But we talked about their album, End of the Beginning. The band is called Legosi's Morphine. Yes. I've been listening to them, and they I mean, they got they're rough. You know, horror, punk, rock and roll, dirty, grimy, and stuff like that. You yeah. know, and I thought, okay, well, the, I mean, especially the end of the beginning, I'm like, this is a good album, not bad. But it turns out that I've been listening to that. I mean, at least once. You know, you know, I have eight hours of work to listen to, to rock and roll, right? So, you know, I, I I throw it on. And I listen to them at least every other day. That, wow. That, yes, at least. That's uh, good. Yeah. That, that is an old timey, what I call old timey horror punk band right they, there in there they've got great tunes they the, most of their songs have really grown on me you know throughout the you know throughout the year that or however long that, that, that i've known about them so i want to mention that i just want to give them a shout out and i also kind of want to uh make sure that uh you know now is the time of, of, of technology people put things up things get updated i just wanted to make sure that that's out number two sure the band that the and, and this was kind of one that that i feel like is i i I I didn't give I mean I I gave them okay love, but I didn't like I was just I I didn't shit on them but I was like eh, this you know this was okay right they have a lot of potential but this you know but this just didn't quite hit that bone for me hit me with it uh Jamie Rotten Corpse the Rise of the Dead okay I yeah. I'm I mean what was it their album was called oh that was it. Jamie Rotten no their band names John Jamie Rotten Jamie Rotten Corpse and the Rise of the Living Dead or yeah, something yeah, and the Rise of the yeah. Dead. And then their album's called The Rise of the Dead. No, and it's and this is another one that's been in a lot of uh, rotation. And I just listen, and I I don't want to continue to go on and just kind of, you know, jizz in their pants or anything. Wait, how would I jizz in their pants? But um, no, but I just want to say you're go, just saying you felt a change of heart. No, not, these, not even really a change of heart, but just like you I said, liked a more it, of now an intense you're kind of, like for you're them. falling in love. You're kind of fall. You're at that moment where you're kind not of, every not not every relationship love. is love at first sight, right? 
You need to work. You work need to put things into build, perspective. Yes. Let it fucking ferment yes. and grow. And that's where I'm at. So I just wanted to give those two bands a shout out, especially uh, Legosi's Morphine, because yeah. uh, Marquise is a solid, solid dude, man. Marquise de Blood. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's always a solid dude. He's always liking Horror my shit. punkscom Go talk to him and say, hey, guy, what are you doing these days? Okay. And well, he's see, doing there you go. tons. So. Yeah, and he yeah he's one of those busy guys who's always doing something. Always on, like, got something he's always putting on. on a Facebook group, and so I'm really happy that I liked it. Um, and I even think, and there's a connection, and, and 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 I don't know. I think the lead singer is is like made for horror punk, man. He's totally. He, he's funny. He and he's he's a cool dude too as well. Graves. I want to dig graves. Perfect stuff, man. I got an act and I got an act and another thing. <laughs> all right, oh, yeah. all right, all right, all right. So let's do that, okay? I'm not, I'm gonna skip the the I'm gonna skip the the irritated male. Oh, like, it's just too. It's just eh, okay. I don't know. You don't want to bring us down. That's that's fine. But geez, okay. Here here's here's the thing. Okay, here's the here's the deal. Um, usually. When we get something that there's a problem with, we usually get a voicemail about it. And I haven't heard any of the voicemails. Okay. But if during a voicemail, somebody brings it up, I will I will bring it up. Okay. So, but oh. I don't want to spend too much time on it because hopefully okay. it doesn't come up. So we can this, just let it go. Oh, okay. Um, and the last thing I want to do before we started getting going is uh, I wanted to mention one thing. This last week, uh, you know, I started looking at our stats, stuff like that. You know, I mean, I've been doing that. And, you know, I, had, I hadn't done that a lot before. But... Uh, I've got I've I've got a real bone to pick, okay. Oh, yeah. you know, okay, okay. So so we, I I upgraded the stats, you know, our stat service, so we can see where people are coming from and yada yada yada. Right. And you know, I mean, they're coming from. I mean, we have people in Brazil, people from a bunch of countries. We have anyone from Africa? Yeah, we have a we have actually quite a few. I mean, I mean, when I say quite a few, I mean like ten in Niger and like oh, fifteen. Shit. In, yeah, I, all over the place. I will say. Now, now we have zero in, in Niger. So, I just wanted to say that to my my people. Oh sure, no, but dude, so I mean, we got countries all over the place. Um, you know, and, and it's because I mean, it's the net. It's not us. It's it's the magical internet, right? It's, sure. it's the wonderfulness of the internet. Um, but we and also it breaks it down in the United States. It breaks it down uh, by state. Oh, okay, and and and. And I just looked at our last episode, and yeah. then it first, and then I checked out, you know, more of our episodes, and I was looking at it, and there's one state that we have that I that for the last at least like six weeks we haven't gotten one download in. Guess the state. Okay, uh, Utah. No, we get oh. we get lots in Utah. Oh, I thought it would be ironic. Uh, yeah, that would be that would be. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> I'm gonna say, a. Okay, guess, yeah, guess, guess, guess a state. Yes. I'm going to say the sunny state of uh, Florida. Wyoming. Wyoming. How do we get none in Wyoming? We touch Wyoming. Yeah. I just want to, I mean, since nobody from Wyoming's going to listen to this, let me say, let me tell you something about Wyoming. There's some pretty parts of Wyoming, but it is the worst place in the states. Really? Yes. It's the worst. Oh. They have their one college, Wyoming, is in a town called they Laramie, and it sucks bad. Yeah, well, they do. That's, and it used to that's be the because place to go get your kegs of beer for well, a big party. Yeah, but you can do. You can go to Idaho for that. Oh, okay? It's just that Wyoming happens to be closer. Dick Cheney was from there. Oh, oh, you're right. I take it all back. Casper, Wyoming. I, I take it all back now. Oh. You're right. Okay, well, that's all. I mean, I take it all back. Pretend I didn't say yeah. any of that stuff, all right? Yeah. 
No, but I'm just saying, what's up with Wyoming? I don't know. If you're if you happen to be traveling through, do us a favor, guys. Pimp us out there. I'd like to see that state get a nice blue hue. You know, just a oh god with the blue hues and the red. No, 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 no. It's not about that. On the stats, on the stats, the darker the blue it is, the more the more downloads we got from there. Okay. So it's it has nothing to do with the blue. But I would say I would say this. What? Make a little flyer. And post it on the uh, telephone poles out there. <laughs> That's how they get most of their uh, actual communication out there. Yeah, because they ride horses in the streets out there. So, you know, make a little poster and they'll stop. The- hey, what's up? <laughs> Hold on a minute. Is that? I think you're getting your... That's uh, a missing your- calf or something. And then they go, no, it's Dude, a that's podcast. what we do. I'm going to listen. We'll put a picture of a calf on there yeah. so, so it gets their attention. And then they go check it out and it's like, ugh. If, if I go to corpsecollective.com, I'll get my calf back. We you know, we'll fake suits, him out. We'll fake him out. Suits. Yes. No, we're not. Wouldn't that be that. awesome? We're going to fake him out. They're, I'll be the front They're not going to get one. No, I. if we do that, I am not being the back end. Okay. No way. But we'll, it'll at least show up on our uh, stats. So, okay. So, and that's all I care about, right? Well, why don't really care about just that. Come on, pull your heads out of your ass! Oh, oh, I just, I just thought it was funny that every. We I'd got like to hear longtime listener Wyoming. Ooh, well, the problem is, is nobody's. They're not listening to this. They don't know about it. Yeah. So it's never going to happen. I don't want to like whatever. No, I don't want to get your hopes up. All right, so let's do this. Uh, let's get into the question of the episode, people. First time listeners, right now, we're just going to go ahead and tell you real quick what we got going on. Every question, or sorry, every episode, we ask a question. And we ask for listener, uh, what do you call that? Participation. That's a good one. I was going to say feedback, but it's not necessarily feedback. It's listener participation. We ask the question, people call in on the bone, phone 385-351-9273, and leave a message. It's just a voicemail line. And uh, answer the question of the episode and talk about any other dumb shit that they have to say. Uh, Not that it's dumb. We really appreciate everybody calling in. But here's a question for this episode that we're about to do some voicemails about. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. If, throughout history, there was one horror film that you would have loved to have been on set to witness being made, what would it be and why? There you go. That's good. Okay. So let's go ahead and do this. Uh, we got a bunch of voicemails going on today. Um, I don't know if it's any more than usual, even though we had a two-week two layoff. But let's go ahead and start with the lovely Lauren. I'm making sure you Lauren. I decided to pause the episode um, partway through to answer the questions. Don't forget it like I always do. Yay. Um, yeah, what movie would I like to be on the set of? Or, like, throughout, like, probably the whole production of, like, from development stages would be Alien. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because Dan O'Bannon was a, um, a crazy Irishman who had <laughs> Crohn's cool. disease, which I don't have, but I do have a lot of other stomach problems, so we could have talk shop i mean he wouldn't get him on those uh sail ropes that you're hanging um (laughs) yeah and he you know geiger was involved and dolly and um for the when it was i think that was before when it was going to be dune and just like all these but still like all these crazy stories um about that the making of that film um but mostly because i'm in the fancy city um I was thinking about the art art stuff, so that's what made me pick oh. Alien. All of a sudden, you're Probably too good for I wouldn't want to see again. Uh, 
I want to see Martyrs again, but it's taking me a long fucking time too, and I'm still yeah, not ready. Yeah. I'd like so to watch that again. Maybe in another eh. five years, I will nah, we'll watch see. it. Um, I have to forget the effect. What else? Oh, I don't man. forget the mood, but I my, forget the effect. What I was doing during my last voicemail sounds so much better than what it was. I wish I'd been having, like, pre-yoga poke. I was walking up a sidewalk in Astoria, like, <laughs> sweating balls. Um, <laughs> That's real pretty balls, bad. Like, oh. Sweating. Oh, not literal balls. That's too bad. Um, on my way to some place. Uh, it was kind of miserable. But uh, it was my last chance to call you after work. Well, thank you so for thinking of us. Anyway, I love what I heard so far from Voodoo Organist. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah, it's also even interesting. You've had, you guys have talked about Beach, the BJs for oh, pretty much in depth, probably the last three or four what? episodes. The blowjob? I feel like I know more about you. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll have more to think about when I'm... You know, texting Stacey and Sins and looking at the picture of Shane, Shane with the daisy <laughs> and listening to uh, Diablo cast and having me talk. Uh, oh, So, ooh. you know, like, the more information, the better. So no. Keep, keep putting it out there. Oh, it's right. too great. Bye, guys. <laughs> She's a maniac, maniac on the Kruger Nation. Yeah, she's like, she did the maniac And she's there. talking about that uh, Frodo in the moon. Have you seen that, by the way? Have you, seen, have you seen the maniac remake? It sounds very It's appealing. really super good, dude. Really? You should watch I it. I haven't seen it. You should watch I don't know why. I need to watch we it. We were going to do it on the show, but for some reason we didn't. Uh, That's all I got. Yeah. I don't remember why. We are also going to do Humanoids from the Deep. You don't have anything for that either. No, but I gave you a, a dirty copy of it. So dirty. I'm sorry, man. Not like a dirty. Not like a dirty. Not like a good dirty. No. Dude, I love Jacko. Are you kidding? Me? Don't you don't need to like help me out. Oh shit, dude! I see you fucking light up like a candle. I've there. seen Jackal, by the way. Oh, I've seen him too with fucking Ted Nugent no, and the Can dude, You Take Me Higher band. Damn Yankees. Damn Yankees. Can you take horrible. me higher? Horrible. Because that guy is let me a ask you though, bastard. Let me tell I you love what he Ted did. Nugent. First of all, let me, let second me, of all, let I, me say oh, one thing, you're too. You're not going to let me this, talk. The guy, I no, I, I will. <laughs> but the guy from Sticks, that guy from Sticks is in there, man. Yes. The little guy from Sticks. Yeah, the little guy. What's his name? Schlagen Durgenberg. Yeah, dude. He's so good. Durgenberg. I love that dude. Yeah. But, dude, you could tell. That Ted Nugent was running a ship on that because he had <laughs> yeah. a whole twenty-minute segment where he came out, played a guitar solo. Did he play Stranglehold? Took, it, took Come on. his took his guitar off. I'm not kidding. You. Uh, Got a count compound bow. Had some monkey run out and light a light a thing. They put up a big rubber deer dude. by the drum set, and then he shot. Dude, it was just like, oh my god, this is cheese dick. Dude, no, it's a, that's amazing, dude. I'm sorry, but you know what? This actually has something to do with cheese the movie that we got tonight. Dickaroo, that guy. Oh my gosh, dude. Let me let me just say, let me just say one thing. Okay, this all goes into the movie tonight because there was one of the most amazing parts of any movie that I've ever seen. Okay, we're gonna yeah. talk about it tonight. And it has it has something to do with Ted Nuge and his whole like bow oh. and all that stuff. Okay, and, and whatever, but kind of. Okay. okay. Uh, right wing extremism is what it has okay, to do with. Yeah, okay. okay yeah. So I, I can't. Uh, I can't wait for that. But uh, her pick, Alien. I almost picked that because That's I've been good. I've been. I've been. Uh, I got a four Blu-ray set of the uh, of uh, you know eight. What was it? it was a four, Aliens one through three, and then uh, 
Oh, man. I can't remember the name. Uh, Resurrection? Right. And there are so many extras on that. I was watching that. It looked amazing, dude. Mm. It looked like it was so badass to be on there. But no, that's a great one. That, in fact, that one came up on me. Sorry, on my list, but that's not what I ended up going with. But uh, Just no. to walk around that set would be cool as shit. No doubt. Sit at that dining table. You know what would make it better? If Ted Nugent pulled out a flaming arrow and uh, shot it through it with a compound You bolt. know what would even be better than that? Nothing. If Ted Nugent pulled out a flaming arrow and shot Sigourney Weaver. Pow! Maybe in number four when she's like an alien lady. <laughs> Because he'd be a bad guy, and he can't play a bad guy. He doesn't have it in No, him. he doesn't. Right. He doesn't have bad He's so him. great. Does he? He's so he wonderful. So I know. He gets on stage with Sean Hannity and tells everybody how great everything is. Sean okay? Hannity and Ted <laughs> Nugent together. Uh, it could, does it get any better than that, folks? No. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dude, that's I, so if good. If I was Ted Nugent, if I had the slightest bit of rock and roll integrity in me, the last fucking guy on the planet I would stand next to. Dude, why? Because every, because every rock and roll guy ha- can't be like a right-wing I extremist? No, I wouldn't even stand next to Combs either. That'd be the worst. Alan Combs? Combs? I would be like, dude, I'm out, man. You who, who would you stand by? What political figure would you stand by? Dude, I don't stand by any of them. But if I had to, if I had to scoot, uh-huh. if I had to uh-huh. push anyone out of the way uh-huh. and stand next yeah. to, yeah. I'm taking Combs. But he, was, but he was ding dong. Uh, I didn't like him. Uh, but Hannity is horrid, dude. Well, dude, but he's so handsome. And he likes Look the fucking like Toby so Keith of America Freedom. Dude, by We're the way. Coming down to a town of prayer off a piece. Dude, by the way, that guy, wasn't <laughs> that guy in Trailer Park of Terror? Was it, is that the guy that was in Trailer Hannity Park? Combs? No, no, no. No, no, no the country singer guy. No. That you just mentioned. There was a country singer in that. I thought that was him. Well, the guy that was on top of the trailer. No, no, the devil. The no, time? the devil. The guy who played the devil in Trailer Park. Oh, no, that was uh, Diamond Dallas Page. No, that looked like Diamond Dallas Page. But don't all those dudes kind of look the same? By the, by the way, thank you for bringing up the Thank dumb. you for bringing that up. They oh, all look the same. White guys. White That's guys. That's what I mean. What is that about? I mean, White how many times have we been walking down the street and go, hey, you guys twins? Yeah. <laughs> it's like every day. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Okay, uh, so Paul G. called in. Oh, the Gutierrez. Hey, Mike and Shane. How you hey. doing? Paul G. here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just kind of listening to your uh, to the show this week. Uh-huh. And uh, you guys kind of cracked me up. Uh, yeah, I did just kind of phone it in last week. That's what I get for calling oh. in, uh, early on a Friday morning. Yeah, it's hard. Cup of coffee. You, you said he, so he phoned it in. Lol. And I'm uh, <laughs> He thinks it's I don't, uh, my wife was not in my car when I was uh, calling you guys from Utah. We actually had the caravan. Oh. She was in our other car with the dogs. Well, I that, had the cat. That's, Anyways, why, that's um, why you freaking could listen to <laughs> I it. I think that's funny. Oh, yeah. No, she would not uh, uh, take the show well. Uh, no, my wife take, wouldn't uh, either. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's uh, okay. Wouldn't dig it. Anyways, I'm going to try to call in later. It's so um, sad. You guys have wives uh, Anyways, like that. have a good week. Talk to you later. No, it's not, that, it's not that she like doesn't Honey, support. Look what I do. It's not that she doesn't support me. It's that she doesn't want to listen. Just like, you Dude, know what? Wouldn't you love to see Amber go, Huckalees, Huckalees, no. give a little Huckalees. Dude, she does that because I'm such an amazing man, out, even outside. This is just one little part of my life. I can tell you right now, Amber, she feels the charisma that drains and drips <laughs> sure. off me. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. just like, that dude, as <laughs> filthy as that guy might be, he's coming into our 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 uh, uh, camp. Oh, yeah. He, when the, yeah, when the when, end of the world comes. When the end of the world comes like, out, we pull out our food stores. Yeah. Plus, he's good with kids. 
plus, no. I mean that that's great. You're not terrible with kids. And every once in a while, me and, Am- me and Amber got to, you know, go away. You guys got to go fucking do the bang, bang. Break, keep the, uh, you know, cer- uh, civilization going. That uh, I had a vasectomy already. Oh. So, so we're done. Well, then in the apocalypse, yeah. if she ends up pregnant, there's a head scratcher. Yeah, yeah, that would be awful. Like, I mean, there's no like Shane and Rick problem. You know, it's like, oh, uh, who's, you know, we don't... We're, and you can rest assured... We'll know. We will know what's going on. Well, I, I don't mean you, Shane. I mean well, Shane I'm and saying you can rest that. assured it's not me because well, in you're the a- apocalypse, things are not kept, they're not washed and And scrubbed, you do not like and that. I will not have Me, it. I'm all up in that biatch. I'd go without. Well, I don't mean biatch. I, I, I didn't mean... I'm not saying my wife's that. I'll I'm just saying... I'm saying I'm in that jungle. I'm in that jungle and I'm grabbing the musk and I am... Putting it on like it's war paint. Yeah. That's disgusting. Uh, okay, so. Hollow leaves. <laughs> Awful. Uh, Amanda called in. It's Amanda, guys. I hey. like that. She I calls didn't realize that damn thing cut me off. Um, oh, yeah. What I was going to say in response to a movie you love but would probably never watch again. Oh, yeah. Would be the original I spit on your grave. Not the remake, not the sequel that they're planning, like the ripening or whatever you want to call it, um, but the original. Yeah. It had such a profound emotional effect, yeah. and I think being a woman, there's probably more of that there. It hit me hard, but too. Without, really, really I would never watch it again if it wasn't for Billy Bob. And I just think that seeing it a second time would probably lessen that impact and make it a little less valuable. Oh, that's a really yeah. good movie, though. That's deep. Um, this is probably like three weeks from the question now. By the time you guys get to it, nah. I'll <laughs> call back in once you ask the question and I get around to it. Talk to you later. Oh, cool. Two people. Two people said they'd call back in, and two people didn't, didn't. call back in. But Amanda, she's she's going to be a hanger. I hope so. Isn't that great? <laughs> Just. <laughs> Don't don't answer that. All Nobody I'm saying is right now, Amanda, the ratio of ladies to men that called week. in were. I like this on uh, calling in every week. No, 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 but right now we're two to one females to male. Yeah, so I like that's that. pretty. I mean, it's like that's. I think that's the highest ratio. Uh, we should stop voicemails now, but we have like a shit ton more, okay, and there's way more on. dudes. So that's uh, gonna get ruined again. <laughs> Amanda, call in, please. Again, uh, Anthony called in. He's still alive. Anthony. Oh. Hey, I'm Bless like Shane Anthony here. What's up, uh, man? It's calling in last week's episode. This uh, fucking guy. Again, really good show. Um, Thanks. The Voodoo uh, Organist, man. That's some wild stuff right there. Yeah, it's different uh, for sure. I like uh, that Shane brought up uh, Screaming Jay Hawkins. I, I looked him he, up. He He's crazy. Oh, yeah. Sort of, not just, you know, within like the horror rock genre, but within. You know, rock history in general. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think he has a tremendous amount to do with, you know, the evolution of showmanship and, you know, what people did, Absolutely. Uh, you know, on stage. And, you know, it was like a huge influence on, you know, Iggy Pop and obviously like Alice Cooper. And, sure. Um, but, yeah, man, at the Voodoo Organist, that's, that's good stuff. Um, I'm glad, you know, have you guys turned. Me on the next side. Never heard of the guy before. Now he's a cool dude. Um, uh, lovely Molly, man. That just a really excellent movie. Ah, I'm yeah. glad because I'd only heard you know, shit think, before uh, we did it, except for good. you. You know, you guys you know, had a lot of really good points. You know, you discussed it. Um, but I think 
one of the things that not necessarily was overlooked, but, you know, a different interpretation of the film. Um, I mean, obviously, they made it very, very explicit that the, the father, oh, yeah. you know, was abusive and Kip Winger. that sort of thing. And She's only 17 sister, in my daughter. Um, that would have made a weird thing. You know, with Molly being a recovering addict, um, I think it could be seen as a metaphor for recovery, you know, and the, the sure. pitfalls of recovery, and, uh, you know, just the, 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 the you know, the, the, it's just an awesome, awesome movie, and I, I had I, no clue that it was a guy who did Blair Witch, that's, Yeah, kind of cool. Um, I started watching a different movie, I'll talk about it in a minute, uh, but it was no, by also, him. you know, I think it was... Very cool. Sounds that, like he's uh, got a Shane demon door rattling in the background. Of the uh, intro to uh, Mojo by Chief and Tom. Uh, I called in a couple episodes ago and said you guys should freestyle rap more often, but Shane seems to freestyle <laughs> beatbox every episode, so that, that's pretty damn cool. Um, and the to my from people Mike, in the Africa. Ravens, your reigning, defending Super Bowl champions. Oh, yeah. Started training camp this week with yeah. your uh, man, Crush. Dennis, Dennis Pitta. Pitta. We love yeah. him. Um, He's cook. He got hurt, though. He's out episode, this year. Uh, which film would I like to have? He's about to get GP. You know, on set. Oh, no. Uh, I actually have two answers. The, the, no, we're not going to hear any of them. Done. The academic answer would be uh, oh, Texas my... Chainsaw Massacre, obviously, uh, the original. Good. Toby Hooper. Sure. Um, yeah. Just just to see how the hell he pulled that off. Is, I mean, to be around that annoying guy in the wheelchair. Shot, <gasps> you know, the scene structure. That's the worst. You know, just to have been Isn't there. Isn't that just the I worst? I don't know, when he sort yeah, of conceptualized, you know, like the scene when you first see Pinhead, you know, where that door slides back. Yeah. That scared the shit that out of me the first time I saw it. fucking mallet, man. You know, and then just scratch and shuts the door again. You just like, what in the <laughs> hell? I mean, I remember, you know, when I first saw that, that just completely blew me away. Right, me too. Um, but, you know, just, just to have been there, you know, it's one of the seminal, you know, horror films of all time. You know, arguably one of the, you know, top five most important horror films ever made. Um, so that would be cool. I agree. The other answer. Uh, Love it or hate it, it's still the fun awesome. Of it, would be Bordello of Blood because yep. I would just like to stare at Angie Earhart. Yeah, because you're a perv. Uh, oh, yeah. All day. That, most of my, uh, most of my other ones I thought about were all about me being a perv. But, uh, yeah, and, and we don't see anywhere near, you know, as much of her as we should. I agree. have to check that out. Costume designer. Anyway. He'd love to hang out with Dennis Miller, too. As always. Some hike wasn't in there. I mean, Angela Everhart. I was thinking of Dawn of the Dust. Still done. <laughs> yes, you are. That's a good one too. You into this uh, outfit now, dude. And I have to admit, when I had a hard time, I would totally play a gay guy if I could slink hot, sexy girls into oh, yeah. outfits. Uh-huh. Oh, we got to put this on for the next thing, and I'd be like, "La di da," you know, like glamorous, and I'm like, squeeze the nipples. Oh. <laughs> I gotta check, make sure. The let me let me let me large. make sure that they're the, the the right thing that they are at the perfect level of erect. I gotta make sure the areola is not, you know. Yes, I, I hear you, man. Fit? 
good. Dude, it's funny because most of the ones that I came up with, like for the, for a long time, I kept trying to think, oh, what would I do? But most of them were just me being a perv. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't know. So I, but I came up with one that wasn't pervy. Okay. Wolfman called in next. Oh, the wolf. Hey there, guys. It's the Wolfman. Something of a serious note here to start out on. Oh, uh, serious. I'd like to thank you guys for doing this show. Huh? I found out on Sunday that my dad passed away sometime in the oh. last couple of weeks, and it oh, took him a while to find him. Oh. Uh, from the sound of things, it was kind of a horror show right there. Even without oh, any details, I was a mess on Monday, oh, and man, I'm sorry. I kind of needed the... Uh, a couple of good laughs, and you guys did help provide a oh. uh, little bit of therapy, I suppose. So, thanks for that. <laughs> oh, man. And we'll see if I can continue the rest of the damn call and uh, pick the mood up a little bit, yeah, shall we? Yeah, wow. Sorry, man. That sucks. Um, Mike, as Pacific Rim, I yes. actually do kind of like ID4, although I don't necessarily consider it a good movie. Who doesn't like ID4? What Pacific They're Rim had that ID4 didn't was that Pacific Rim was a movie about giant monsters punching robots in the face for two hours. Yes. ID4 was a film about Will Smith trying to um, reunite with his... Yeah, but you get my point, though. Bill it was a, Pullman trying to pretend he was the president. It, it was and a summer blockbuster. All of this other stuff going on while they were blowing hit. shit up sure. in the background. Yeah, no, I agree. The difference being that uh, ID4 was more a film about the drama and tragedy of it all. It was about drunken that one guy one going up the things bubble. Time. Yeah, uh, we didn't have a romance shoehorned in unless you wanted it. We didn't have political commentary on the politicization of promotions in the military. Sure. We didn't have a programmer who could develop a virus that shut down spaceships created by super-intelligent aliens. I could do that right now. Galaxies away, which, as a programmer, you should actually kind of appreciate. <laughs> what we had was two hours of monsters getting punched in the face by giant no, robots. No, there's no doubt about it. all I wanted from this movie. Right. As for seeing it in the theaters, I wanted to see it there because I want to see it the Mountains of Madness happen. That's yeah. a great point. Making a hit with this movie, that is a Giant great Monsters, point. is what needs to happen in order for that to happen. That's a great point he makes right there. And I think I'll call back later when it's not quite as loud with the rain hitting the car roof and finish the rest of his call. Talk to you all then. And unlike the other Bye. liars, he did call back. But you know what? Okay, so remember that thing that I was talking Jeez, about at the I beginning? Don't, I don't even care about his Pacific Rim shit. Oh, yeah. I'm still on the downer note. Yeah, man. that, yeah. I wish you all the best, buddy. Absolutely. We love you. Now you're going to make me a, feel like a jerk if I now bring get, up Pacific no, Rim? No, well, well I'm, now, I digress. And now, okay, let's no, talk some no, Pacific Rim. Okay, so remember that thing I was talking about at the beginning? That if it came up, I was going to bring it up? Right. Well, let's do a little. Let 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 let's get into this. Let's do a little bit of corpse cast mailbag, uh, shall we? Okay, shall we? Corpse okay. cast mailbag. And I can't even remember exactly what I said the last episode, or even that I said. I mean, I you I, said you thought it was a fantastic bing bong bang of yeah. a good time, but you said now considering the situation, yeah. you've got the all around surround sound sure. as your oh, son oh, calls yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you like to you, you don't mind just well, sitting back at home. Well, oh, sure. And you have to you have to say and he brings up a great point with the, at the Mountains of Madness because I want to see that movie and now that I look back and he brings up that point, that's a good enough reason for me to go see Pacific Rim. But um I got an email about about my quote-unquote rant. Your rant. That I did on Pacific Rim last okay. last episode. I don't rem- really remember ranting, but uh, and I do remember liking the movie. Yeah, I, th- I thought I it do was I thought that. it was good, right? Uh, but I got a snippet from an email that I got, okay. so, and, and I quote: "This was all about giant. Notice the the difference in voice because uh, yeah, this is because you're like you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, okay. This was all about giant robots fighting giant monsters. If you were there, if you were in there, not wanting to see that, then you were in the wrong theater. Okay, okay. So that's fine. You know, and it wasn't like hate mail or, or whatever like that. Okay, right. But apparently." Uh, he first of all he said it like that was the biggest burn that he could have ever you know yeah. oh you're in the wrong theater you stupid ass like he tried he basically was condescending and kind of a turd about it um and it was an anonymous email oh so you oh, know i i hate the anonymous i gotta love guy. it but you know what here's why uh, but i have to i i kind of have to agree with him he was okay. kind of right i don't like the way he said um i heard nothing about how sh- amazing the show was um but I never heard why it was so amazing before I saw it. When I went and saw it, it was just about, you know, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to be blown away, whatever. If somebody said, hey, it's just about monsters and, and whatever, uh, you would really enjoy it, you know, whatever. And you thought that's exactly what and it was going to be when you were going in. And right? well, and plus, Guillermo del Toro is, is such an amazing sure. visual storyteller, you know, uh, I mean. Perlman. Oh, dude, such, I mean, it was really super good. Um and it was a very solid summer blockbuster, but just it wasn't it like like Wolfie said it wasn't obnoxious, and you know it was really and there was a couple of a lot of cliches in and what's like I can't remember the guy's name Idris Elba or whatever his name was the black guy that whatever. right I mean have you ever seen The Wire He is amazing in the Darian Wire. Darian has a huge uh, crush on that guy. Yeah, he is amazing in The Wire, and this he was just kind of playing. Oh, hi, I'm a robot. Not a lot like a real robot, but he was, he was like, "Hey, we're gonna take him down." And I was like, no. and, and so, but the bottom line is, is in, in, you know, and I've gotten a couple other emails saying, "Well, I don't really, I don't know how you couldn't love this movie." It's like my expectations were askew, people. That's what it was. Sure, but, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. So, so if you were to watch it, you'd be like, "That's great," because right. well, your expectations aren't out the window. The only reason that I didn't jizz all over it, and apparently to be accepted into the horror credibility, whatever, you have to jizz all over it. Not, right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm now. I'm just being an asshole. Yeah. No, and that's why well, I like. I know when you're being an asshole when you start waving your arms around. I like I, I wave my. I like started you're waving doing the yeah. pokey pokey. Yeah. I was I was putting my right arm in. Yeah. Actually, right then. No, okay. and so like people. Let me reiterate, I did not hate the movie. I was just expecting a much deeper cinematic experience that I didn't get. I wish I would have known it was just that. I, but the problem is, like, I still stick with what I had said. I wouldn't have seen it in the theater if that's all it was. I don't really care for the theater because I hate, I, there's too many, there's too many, like, uh, factors that I can't control. There's too many other people in there. There's too many whatever. It, I got to find a babysitter, blah, blah, blah. Right. I, so I don't care for it. You know, right. and it's just, it's too much work. I'm, but, you know, now that he brings up the, the good point that, hey, guess what? Maybe since you went to see that, that he's going to make at the Mountains of Madness, that, okay, so I feel okay about it now. Sure. But don't send me some turd ass email that's, that's anonymous people, please. Don't yeah. do that. I would love, I would have loved to see that in the theaters, but I oh, couldn't yeah. because I had to go see something 
stupid instead. Which was? I don't even remember what it was. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was that, like, sleep-worthy. Was, was, like, uh, was it uh, it wasn't, adults, uh, too, or despicable whatever? Despicable me or whatever. Oh, My kid was just like, too, not was feeling that, not going to go do it. It's like, hey, come on. It's just, <laughs> And that's what I said. It's robots and monsters punching each other. Yeah, it sounds like a good time, but yeah, it, it wasn't happening. Uh, I and don't. maybe or maybe not he had diarrhea. Okay? <laughs> but that can ruin your whole day. Yeah, I get it. I get you don't. So it is what I, it is. And I, I don't, because I don't ever remember saying I hated the movie or didn't like the movie. I, I remember just, you saying that I thought you said you liked the movie. Yeah. You were just saying. My expectations were it. so jacked. I could enjoy it that. in the surround sound. Yeah, oh yeah. And I'm sorry, home. but. I mean, you got I a 60 inch TV. At and, home. Well, and the thing is, is I don't think that I'll be honest with you. I don't think that there's a movie that I've gone to see in the theaters in the last five to seven years that I really am so glad I went to see it in the theater as opposed to watching it uh, at home. And I, you know, do you think the that only has reason I do, to do with what? your brains, though? Sure. I mean, no, I mean, absolutely. Just, just the way technology is and having absolutely. having all that at the, you know, I mean, to like, just picture yourself at a 32-inch TV or whatever, no. No, sitting no. there watching Halloween or no, something no as doubt. opposed to, oh, shit. It's a, the, even like, a, you know, the best way to do that what? is go to the drive-in. No, because the drive-in freaking drive sucks in. here. Because you go down there, everybody's smoking and blowing their freaking smoke into your car the with your kids. Six. Well, oh, that okay, well, that's there too. And then there's assholes with these giant trucks who keep shining their lights on over. I'm never going to the drive-in again because yeah. it sucks balls around here. And, and I'm not saying every time I go to the theater it's a bad situation, but it's so much less stressful to go into a room and just turn up the the sound system and go. And you know what? I mean. I do go see movies in the theater from time to time, but usually only because, you know, I want to see it sooner. You know, that that's the main reason why I do sure. And this is just me. I'm not going to shit on anybody for wanting to see movies in the theater. I'm not going to shit on anybody. It's like, dude, you got to go see this movie in 32 millimeter over at this art house. No, I just not, think big fine. monsters bashing each other in deserves to be on a big screen. It deserves to be on a big, a big screen, screen. Absolutely. Why can't you just enjoy that at home? Oh, well, and I don't know. Is 60 inches a big screen? I think it's pretty big, but... I understand if you're watching an IMAX, it's it's yeah. totally enveloped. I wanted to, like a but vagina. My kid had diarrhea. All right. Uh, well, well so we I didn't get to see it. <laughs> he had the I, diarrhea. I but, all but, right. I, but honestly, most of it's just because I don't want to deal with mother effers yeah. out there, and I hate that. And I hate the cost of shitty, you know, food. Yeah, blah blah. That's a whole different. You subject. can't talk shit about the popcorn. Popcorn no, is delicious. I'm not talking shit. All I'm saying is that that popcorn costs way too much. Absolutely. But you have Worth to have every it. penny, but I have to have it. You I have to have it. it. You can't. I know it. I'm not shitting on you, son. I'm not. Is it horrible when I pull off the ticket when you buy the uh, jumbo and you go, yeah, fill that again. Son, no. go down. Except son, for, go down and fill that again. Except for, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit of a, uh, there's a movie I cannot watch to this day called. Then ba- you just throw the rest of it away. You're like, Ugh, God, Dude, I, you ever I seen a movie it. called Batteries Not Included? It's oh like an old 80s God. show. Yeah? No. I, yes, I've it's, seen it's it. It's old school. Okay, so we went to the Queen Theater in Bountiful, okay? And the, we got the big, large popcorn. And it went, me and my, <sighs> my sister are eating it. We get done. all the, all the for, We go out before the movie even starts for, for a refill. No, dude. I was sick to my stomach the whole movie. Yeah. So I never do the refill anymore, even to this day. 30 years later, or uh, probably not quite 30, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, God. Anyway, okay, sorry about that. Wolfman... Everything you said is absolutely right. I'm not disagreeing with you. 
Yeah. Just for me, in my state of mind, in, in where I am in life, I just hate dealing with too many factors I can't control in the movie theater. Sure. That's all I'm saying. Zoe called in. Oh, the Zoe. Hey, guys. It's me again. Um, sounds so I've sweet. I just watched Pontypool. Oh, good. Really good. Absolutely. Yeah. I wasn't too sure. At first, well, I was, actually. It was just really good. I thought it was going to be different than it was, even though I've heard loads of things about it. But it was being in that single loca- location was sure. great. I love those films. Anyway, um, do that on- I thought of another example of a film that I'm probably not going to watch again, oh. which, well, I thought about it last week and I was going to tell you and then I didn't get around to it, which was The Divide. Oh, too depressing. And I've talked to you about this a couple of times too on the forums. Depressing. Not the forums, it's a on good the movie. Um, Facebook. And uh, I think you were going to cover it at some point, but yeah. I don't know if you still are. Well, we pushed it back because it's too depressing. that's one of those depressing. classic films that I really, really enjoy. I won't be in the mood so for that one again. Is that a dirty? grim. No. It's so dark and depressing, but <laughs> you can't stop watching it at the same time. It's a really good film. But it's not another one. It's not one that you can sort of think, no. "Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch that." I no. can't imagine when I'd ever be in the mood to get round to watching it again. Yeah, me too. But you've got to see it. I have it. pushed it back so a couple times. So if you've times. got it on the list, or you're humming and hiring whether to do it, please watch it. I'd love to hear what you think. Ah. <laughs> um, the question for this week. This was really, really easy for me. And oh. Probably, if I thought about it more, I'd confuse myself. Oh. But I'm going to go and say that my obvious answer, which I'm going to go for first, Hammer. the first thing Hammer I thought film. of was Jaws because it's oh, my favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah, she loved Jaws. And I would have That's loved so right much there. to yeah. be on the set and to see all the carry-on with um, Bruce the shark and to meet Roy Scheider. And, oh, you love um, it. It just would have been such a... It's such a groundbreaking film obviously you wouldn't have known that at the time but just everything that was going on right. i would have loved that but you, you have a but time that's machine. the obvious one the one for me being such a massive massive special effects fan and and purveyor trying to learn stuff. it still even though it's taking forever um is john carpenter's the thing oh dude that's oh. Yeah, that's a good one if yeah. i could so you're already amazing set, Rob Bottin and Stan Winston, because he was there a bit to help out, yeah. wasn't he? Just seeing right. him creating all those effects that are just Dude, the head never spider monster. Old. Badass. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Just the thought of it is pretty <laughs> yeah. amazing to me. That's I would awesome. have loved it. It's just incredible. Absolutely. Every little bit of that film, I can watch it over and over again, and I'm shocked. And astounded every time by the effects. Cool. So from my yeah, point of view, being there and watching it happen, uh, and also everybody being in that closed environment and all getting to know each other and stuff, and it, it just would have been really cool. And plus, come on, Kurt Snake, Kurt Russell, pretty awesome as he's well. He's handsome so as shit. To say that up close, which I like how he doesn't take shit it. from a chess machine um, computer and pours his drink and in it. F that machine. Another yeah. one going really far back as a classic film that hammer. I can't imagine it's a hammer. It's a hammer film. ever being able to outdo really would have been the original Frankenstein watching oh, that's a good um, Jack Pierce creating that makeup 
dude. and Boris Karloff. Absolutely. Imagine that. How cool would that have been? Amazing. Watching that all happen and it all coming to life. It just would have been amazing. I could go on and on and on with all sorts of films like that, but seriously, Friday the 13th as well, but I'm not going to uh-huh. go into it. Those are my three. <laughs> the Thing would be the one that stands out, without a doubt. Because it has a head but spider. But the other two are sort of equally up there. So and anyway, a gut mouth um, with sharp teeth. Got anything else to say? Mm, thanks to everybody about the books. Oh, yay. Again. Um, yeah. I can't thank you enough for everything, and thanks for the shout-out last week. It was so cool to hear it. Hey. Um, hearing about your daughter reading it, Mike. I feel yeah. a bit wrong about that. Wow. Well, you've let her do that. I didn't mean to. I feel a bit wrong. <laughs> My drawings aren't supposed to be seen by young eyes. I know, I know. But I'll get over it, because it's still really, really cool that she liked it. Ah, oh, she thought I can't, it was... I can't believe it. It's so cool. Of course, cool. she gave so me anyway, the shame on you, son. So anyway, she likes Stitch just as much. Cool. Um... Love you loads. Speak to you soon. Ah, oh, thanks, bye. Zoe. Oh, gosh. Bye, bye, bye. That, yeah, she's right, dude. The thing, Jaws, dude. I watch on YouTube uh-huh. the Jaws ride at uh, Universal Studios. I just go, <laughs> fuck, that would be badass. <laughs> yeah. So to be there while they're filming that. would that, be cool shit, yeah, absolutely. Just seeing that big-ass shark. Who didn't want to climb in the mouth of it and say, take a picture of me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, absolutely. No, that, those are good. I don't. You know, it's. I don't even love nature, man versus nature type yeah. movies, but I think that that's one that would have been cool to see, especially. Well, I mean, like if you could be there on set and then be talking about it now. Oh yeah, with that iconic shark. Absolutely, it would be like. Whoa. Well, and I think, and, and I was going to say that I think a lot of those nature, man versus nature, like type of movies, would have been pretty cool to see just because of the effects. And yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, monster effects can be amazing, but like when you have something that's real that people know what they freaking look like, yeah, you know, I think that'd be pretty cool. You know, check it out. Around, Even though the shark apparently didn't look that around. amazing, sure. you know, but you know, it's yeah. still, it's. I got to give it to Jaws, even though I don't love Jaws. Yeah, are people gonna? I'm gonna get some hate mail for that, or some, or some anonymous. Hi, let me tell you how much on, better I am than you, man. If you're gonna email, just put your name on. Or don't. Or don't, don't. I don't. Don't. I don't. Don't set. Don't get eight six seven five three zero nine at Gmail. Right. Then, come on. <laughs> Who cares? Whatever. Uh, Anthony called back in. Anthony, still alive. Hey, uh, Mike and Shane. Yeah. Anthony again. Uh, just calling in real quick, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I think you put the jinx on me, man. Because uh, if you haven't heard yet, oh, uh, Pete is out for this. Oh yeah, I heard that he's out. Here, That's weird. Which is ridiculous. Um, hey, at least he, at least he put in all his hole for when he played for the Sean team that counts. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, and this this whole uh, not having an episode this week that's <laughs> all good, man, because you get to catch up on the old stuff. Oh, good, I'm cool. Checking out the episode now where you guys did uh, uh pieces, but uh, that's about it, man. You, oh yeah, you put the cards on us. Uh, be well. Awesome, man. Sorry, man. Yeah, hey, and I goodness. I encourage that. On the weeks that we're off, go back and find yourself a special nugget and listen to it. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Uh, because they're I'm tired of us you. and they need as much of a break as we do. Well, we do the video shows. So but I'm asking, why wouldn't you do that? I just told you, if they you need a break from our asses. You I get it. Okay. I didn't mean to like, like shout you down. Well, no, you were throwing up the 
fist sign of punching. In no, the I wasn't. I, I was giving I the like shrug. That. I was doing the shoulder shrug you're, sign. Yeah, you're you getting know, into don't. that hoo, 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 no, Gatorade thing, and it scares me. <laughs> like, I need a big shot of Gatorade. You realize Gatorade just replenishes. It doesn't give you energy, right? Whoa. All right. Of course. Uh, Levi, Levi called in. Oh, Levi. Hey, Mike and Shane, it's Levi. It's been 10 uh, episodes. Give me your ring about your question of the week. There was a movie that I wanted to be on the set of uh, to witness a particular scene. It would be Alien. Uh, Jeff's huh? first scene with John Hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy getting uh, that little monster torn out of his chest from the rest of the cast didn't know what the thing looked like. And that's yeah. what I read about was uh, really? Ridley Scott kept the design of the creature under wraps. And they had John Hurt out on the table. And, you know, obviously he was rigged up, you know, it's a fake body and stuff, but they had no idea exactly what they were in for. So, yeah, yeah, to see that thing popping out of the guy with blood flying would have been friggin' amazing, you know, just to see the puppeteering and, um, you know, to watch, uh, you know, the entire cast gross out about that. And then when he turns his little head, and uh, they're talking about ghost rape, but I was thinking you guys missed, uh, you missed one, you missed Dan Aykroyd. From Ghostbusters, and that, but I thought oh, you know maybe you, you didn't bring that up, Shane, because you know we can't rape the willing. No. <laughs> the last time I watched that no movie, I shit. thought dude, I a ghost that looked that good showed up in the middle of the night and started taking advantage of me. I wouldn't stop her. That'd be for sure. No but, uh, shit. I, yeah. I, um, I, now, I was going to suggest uh, a movie called One Hundred Feet. I don't know if you've seen it yet. But it has Bonka Jansen in it, and she uh, plays an abused wife. Her husband was uh, familiar. an abusive cop. He, you know, come home and smack her around. And uh, it's directed by Eric Red, who made The Hitcher, the original Hitcher. Huh. Um, it's a pretty good movie. She she ends up going to prison because she puts her bastard of a husband six feet underground. What? And um, if I remember right, when she's let out of prison, she's got an ankle bracelet on that will not allow her to leave the premises of her apartment building. Uh, within 100 feet, but the problem is that her dead husband is haunting the place now, and he wants to kill her. And it was pretty I good, man. I've she carried the whole movie on her shoulders, hmm. and I I really enjoyed it a lot. And um, yeah, I'm listening to Stone Temple Pilots. Purple is one of my favorite albums, dude. I broke up enough weed on that to you know, <laughs> yeah, choke Chong's Labrador. Yeah, hey, so, which one is dirty? Which one is purple? Yeah. I absolutely love it. You can say what you want about Velvet Revolver. I don't care about it. Oh, no, me and that tree. Yeah, Stone Temple fell apart. Their third album was all right. It was kind of out there. You know, the fourth was okay. And then the fifth one. Yeah, you're really listening to some Stone Temple pilots. Dude, these singers, man. Turn it down. Fall apart with those guys. It's so bad. It's all about them. Axel Rosen and Rico and whatnot. Anyway, I've been loving listening to you guys. Been catching up on episodes. Probably listening about four or five in a row over the last couple of days, and you guys can help me get to my work days, and I just oh, really appreciate you. He's going crazy. Leaving the farmer. I can hear it, baby. He broke up enough weed on that CD case. I don't know what say, that means. Hey, what? ladies. What? Hey, ladies, what are you doing? Dude, I've been listening to if those guys a little bit lately. If you're breaking up the weed on the CD case of the Stone Temple Pilots, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. and you got at least two or three girls in the room, you're getting some fucking bone tonight. It depends. On, it depends. Which album is purple? Is it that de- that one? It depends on which album it is, and it also depends on the kind of weed you got. Well, but okay. One of those three ladies are going <laughs> to all night long with you. <laughs> Dude, 
Purple. Okay, so I know that they're okay. It's not the plush one because no, that one he was, was cool, doing, and then it's not the he was doing. It's not the he was doing. It's the, not the Vatican gift shop. No, he wasn't doing. And I think it's is the Interstate Love Song. Is that purple? I don't even forget. Leaving on a on a trail. That's a good album. Only in the oh yeah, that's a good one. Well, he called back. By the way, let me tell you something about plush. Okay. Okay. The old, the, the old, the old high school band did. Uh, you know when they came <laughs> oh, out. God, you know when yeah. they came out with the whole acoustic uh, guitar. Plush? You know, you Where know the you plush. Sit down and on a stool. So no, much no, to yeah. Dude, we did that a high, on a high school uh, uh, freaking uh, assembly. Was it you singing? Yes. Oh, okay. And I wasn't. I wasn't playing though because I can't uh, sing and play. Just at the same sing. Time. Yeah. You were the singer. And yes. We had the the who was in the band. We had the guitar player. The yeah. Bass, no, ju- it was drums. just me and this guitar guy. Oh. For this one. Oh, you were doing a solo. Yeah. S- stools. You were sitting on the stools. It, yeah. We, it was. Uh, it was like a little couch. And I feel so there this was so much depends on the weather. Yeah. Yeah. So there was un- This was the days of unplugged. Uh, I mean that was yes. pretty popular yeah, at oh, that yeah. time. Yeah, but they came out with they came out with so their like, bling like, bling. T- let's play some bling bling t- bling t- bling bling t- bling 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 and I feel the times are wasted go. Alright, we're stopping. This is embarrassing. No, we're done. To where you go and dead morrow. Leave I called back. Hey, no, I apologize if I repeat myself on anything here, but the uh, phone phone cut off on me and I didn't catch when it did it. I think it was about twenty seconds into some I was saying, but that's calling back to uh that's good times, though. You know, point out, you guys did uh, 73 episodes now, and then an average of, got on an average of uh, three hours an episode, about 220 hours worth of listening to you guys yeah. talk. I don't know what your problem That's is. That's probably more that I've listened to anybody talk, including my wife, over yeah, 16 years of being with her. But probably You're it, welcome. Yeah, yeah. That's like almost <laughs> six 40-hour weeks of work that I've spent listening to you guys talk about movies and music. <laughs> So I want to thank you both because I've listened to like five you. episodes in a row in the last two, oh, two days. That's why you're, cr- you really you're going to go mad. By the quick. Oh, thanks, man. So anyways, I just tell you that I really appreciate what you guys are doing. Ah, uh, thanks, later. Levi. We love Levi from, from Not the only Zony. are you cute and slightly nerdy, but you are very uh, wonderful. You know what? You know what? I want to say something about him being slightly nerdy. And I want to give him I a shout out. I think that he's satirically he's, nerdy. He, is he does my, it on purpose. I, he is my Candy Crush buddy. Oh. When I need something on Candy Crush, that motherfucker comes through. I don't even know what that is. It sounds like an 80s pop man. And I love you for that. That's mad props. Sounds like an expose band that spinned off from expose Candy Crush. Anyways, John Atay called, ain't By the way, that's probably the what I just said was the worst British accent that I've ever heard in my life. Hey, Mike and Shane, it's Johnny T here from the UK. What's How you doing, fellas? Just calling in, and as I said to Mike earlier on the thing, I'm calling from the great outdoors in the UK. It's got a day off work. How fantastic for me. He's on the so, moors. Yeah, counting the days, as, of, as I'm recording this, it's only 10 days to go to the return of Walter White and Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, on your question, the, episode, uh, the horror film that you'd like to, love to have uh, most spent the time on the set with, 
Um, I'd have to say it's probably Todd Browning's Freaks. Oh, um, no shit. That's to, scary, though. Visiting the horror community. All load of outcasts, but apparently on the set they all had a real good time when they all got together. Just sounds like the court cast. Oh, isn't that nice? Aww. But no, man, it would have been such an interesting time. And I should no imagine shit. all the stories offset. That would have been um, And what I've read about it since would have been I'm fantastic. So, uh, around, uh, there you go, people. guys. That's my little uh, voicemail for today. And uh, I'm off to enjoy the good old UK sunshine. Keep Aww. going, brothers. Keep it clean. Bye. We will keep it clean just for you. Secondly, I think that I actually warned him about the moors when he was the saying moors. he was going at the... Oh, the moors. The moors. Don't walk on the moors. Don't walk on the moors because they're... Freaking got... werewolves and shit. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. Beware the moors. Beware of the moon. Okay, sorry. Oh, I just... I'm lost. Yeah, I'm totally well, lost. American Werewolf American London, bro. Werewolf Come on. And I just watched that, too. Well, I don't know what your problem is. I mean, I literally... Take the roads. Beware the moors. Oh, okay, uh, okay there you. you go. I got you. It took me a minute, but... We just listened to Johnny. Guess who we got next? Johnny. Johnny. Krug. The Krug Nation. Johnny Krug here. I'm going to keep it pretty short and sweet for this question of the episode. I I paused it, though, because I haven't listened to this yet, but he did. He, he texted me after he sent this in. He goes, dude, dude, my, my voicemail sounds a little crazy because I was talking at work and my boss was coming by, so okay. I had to like hide it, so it sounds really crazy. So let's just see how bad it really was. Okay. I had a difficult time choosing which movie, so I chose two. That I would love to be on the set of. What's and going on over here? Not only for the fact of hanging out with awesome people, but for the fact of seeing some awesome titties, Night of the titties. Demons, and Sorority Babes and the Slime Ball Bullarama. Oh. That's it, man. That's it You're for me. You're a perv, I, uh, just like I am. Hey, imagine you being on the set with Linnea Quigley or Michelle Bauer. Oh, my gosh. Man, that would have been hot. I had erection. I see oh. you're working. Oh, wait. Sorry, I kind of spaced off there for a second. <laughs> I bet his boss is coming. Who's working? Later. Who's not working? Awesome work. Freaking and, love, uh, Johnny. Titties. Bye. You know what makes it that much more is funny that he said that? To know he's at work and you could tell he wasn't like yeah. going for it. He's like, titties. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, boss is coming right now. But I got, but he still, he, he was like, I still have to say it. I still, and he did. He came through what for us. What if his boss man? said, what did you just say in that phone call in which you just ended? I, I thought I heard titties, and I, I do not like that in my store. He would say, I was talking to my, to my father about Kentucky. Yeah. I, Kentucky sounds something like titties, but once you do the voice, yeah, it's all good. over. Plus, you could say, sir, how perverted of you to think that Kentucky sounds like titties. What is your problem? I'm going how to HR. dare you <laughs> insult me? With your filth and filth talk. Uh, Alan called in. In and out. Mike, Colonel, how's what? it going? Why are you Colonel? Um, I'm the Maybe Colonel. Maybe work this time. You racist anyway, chicken guy? No. Of any horror movie being filmed, I think I would enjoy being on the set of uh, Devil's Rejects. Ooh. It just seems like it would be a fun place to be. Oh, shit. I love <laughs> the movie. Lords uh, of Salem. Oh, I would love Lord Shabby. Dude, there, that might be a depressing. I don't know. All those people. It just seems yeah. to be a blast to be on the set. Plus, some places they filmed had some weird stuff to explore. Oh, like that and, whole uh, little you know, horror city. Anything, be going off doing that. That'd be awesome. Uh, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Oh, uh, Alan called in, man. Awesome. <laughs> he could, and yeah. Actually, he called in. He got GP'd after two seconds, so I told him and he called back in. So oh, yeah. kudos to you, my son. I, I put up on my Facebook page, is it too late to have my son demand to have my son call me Colonel? 
Because I saw it on a TV show where <laughs> this guy was like, yes, Colonel. And it's like, that's your dad, dude. Why are you well, Let me ask you something. Colonel? Why do you feel like you should be called Colonel? You've done nothing Why to earn not? it. Why not? Because you've done nothing to earn it. Uh, I've raised a son. Yeah, everybody's raised a son. That's why you the... get. That's why you get the title dad. Have you ever been in mil- in the military? No. Have you ever made ch- delicious chicken and sold it to people so they're happy? Absolutely. Hi, Colonel. Once you're okay. That's that's all you need to be called Colonel for hell's sake. I've sold. Chi- I haven't sold it, but I've made. That's chicken even better. It was delicious that's enough even that better. they went. Mm. Not We're quite gonna... as good as a colonel. Have but you ever made people goddamn good as the colonel? Have and you ever way, made people KFC oh, yeah. first one here, Salt Lake City? Yeah, Utah. that's right, right on 39th and State, right yeah. there. Right, there. it was called so, Armin's Chicken. You're welcome, everyone. That dude. By the way, Kentucky have you ever made chicken. chicken that made people that that had an addictive chemical that made people uh, crave it fortnightly? No. Then you could be called the colonel. Until then, until sorry. Then. Well. You know, I would just like to hear my son say, Dude. Colonel, yes, Colonel. Dude. It's time for bed. Dude. Yes, Colonel. Can I, can I tell you a little? I just made a, so I married Nax Murder reference right there. That was where that, oh, okay. the Colonel, the fortnightly okay. thing. Dude, today, let me tell you something, okay? okay? I was a pretty cool dude at work. I was, I was a, you know, hey, it's Mike. Hey, it's the guy with the beard. Hey. Where's cool. this at? Set the stage. No, this is, this was like this week. Oh, this, this was week. this week. Okay. So I'm down. I'm down in God's country, down in Provo, uh-huh. uh, in the shadow of the Y. Okay, so I'm down there. <laughs> the shadow of the Y. So beating down on you and and, and giving and me energy, you and loving you. Yes, and giving you energy. So yes. okay. So all I'm saying is, you know, a bunch of Mormon dudes. You know, uh-huh. yeah. great, great, amazing great, guys. Amazing. amazing, beautiful, wonderful, and amazing. Most of them are boring as shit, but awesome, but, nice as shit dudes. Okay, but boring, dude. It, uh, a lot of them are just so joyless and boring. anyway, whatever. Okay, but let's move on. Okay, so I said something to the effect we we were talking we were we were talking about some somebody made an an annoying sound and I said, mm-hmm. man, that's worse than Lloyd Christmas. You know? Do you know what? Do you know what that Lloyd reference Christmas. is to? Hold on, it's it, I got to let it roll through my brain. Okay, Lloyd Christmas, gotcha. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. Dumb and dumber. I said that sounds worse than Lloyd Christmas, and that's all I said. And ever since then, I have been the toast of the town at that point. Really? Yes. It's like if I if I would have known that, I would have said that a lot earlier. I could work some dumb and dumber shit in there. How did they? They they just heard they heard the name Lloyd. Lloyd Christmas, Christmas, and apparently that's that was the most hilarious thing they ever. And they went. Not only did he, you know, bring up my favorite (laughs) holiday with Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, sure. But my favorite name too, <laughs> Lloyd, which is Lloyd. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is, is if I ever start out on a um, on a uh, stand up comedy tour, I'm starting in Provo because those guys think yeah. that the dumbest shit is funny. But I love you it down start there. Your I love it. set with Lloyd Christmas, uh, and then you do the ear thing, <sighs> yeah. uh, and everyone's like, "Can I get Lloyd a Lloyd Christmas?" And then right you th- then you can roll right into <laughs> I throw a sandwich in the, the air sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers. This guy. Dude, just keep watching. He get, he'll go into a jello pudding thing in a minute. It'll knock your socks off. Oh, dude. So I just I just thought that those that the old school references have been doing me some 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 mad sure. props. Lately. That's just strange the way that would just. Is, that was yeah, like, I thought it was a weird. Lloyd Christmas. Let me, have you ever said a joke and then got a reaction that you just did not feel like the joke that you said deserved? Totally. So that was it. That was yeah. the man. That's worse than Lloyd Christmas. It's like, 
Oh my gosh, that was the greatest thing I ever heard. People are screaming, I'm buying him lunch tomorrow. <laughs> You're like, I'll be here all week. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm not even kidding. I just. I thought it was bizarre because was was Molly there? Was Molly didn't there? get it. She she was oh. there, but she didn't get it. She was like she was enjoying it because everybody so was you laughing. Guys just threw shit at her or something. And said you don't understand. Yeah, you no, she's she laughs at everything though. She thinks. I mean, yeah, she, she has like a belly laugh. She's like, but she probably looks at you just going, oh my, he's <laughs> having a good time. So I <laughs> yes. Oh, oh! Everybody is so happy. Everyone's happy. I should be happy. And wh- I wonder, I wonder why when he gets close to my face and we talk, he cannot look me in the eye. I wonder if she wonders that because I can't, because I can't like, you know how you're supposed to look people in the eye? Yeah. Like when you talk to him right. to have a, like a real connection. Right. I cannot look at her face up close. From far away is fine, but once you get up close, you can see the hairs and shit. Oh, it's the hairs in there. That's awful. If there wasn't the hairs in there. It's still a big piece it's of big. shit. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. It's horrible. I mean, it's that. like it's like a it's like a dime. It's like a freaking it's a dime. dime. It's like it's a, a it's, big... like, it's a raised dime. Yeah, it's, it's huge. It's a halfer. You know it's what? Like and, she, and you know what? Thank size. goodness, because all next week she's going to be in Disneyland. Oh, I cannot wait to go down to Disneyland. Oh, I, yeah. You know, I go out there and I have some friend and we go down to Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't have to. Cause, and we talk a lot because apparently I'm her sure. friend now. After the Lloyd Christmas thing, I'm everybody's friend now. Holy shit. Hey, we're having a conundrum. Wow. Earthquake. Uh, earthquake. But no. So, okay. I'm going to stop it right there. Just I hope nobody ever, you know, from work listens to this is all I'm saying. Yeah. Because for sure, your whole career with no. the Lloyd Christmas, that's gone. <laughs> They're like, dude. <laughs> That will never be funny again. You could stand there and well, well, Lloyd Christmas. Well, like, I've already planned on using uh, some Eddie Murphy. My yeah. girl likes to party all the time. Once I bring that up, Dude, that's going to be a hit down go there. Go raw, but do the, you know, do like the Elvis. Uh, lemonade, <laughs> cool, refreshing drink. I'm going to be like, that is great. It gives yeah, us the chocolate cake. You can't it's go over. raw. You can't it's go raw. Those you guys. I will have sexual intercourse with all of those boring mother efforts. I will do it. All right. We got to get back to the voicemails because, holy Holy shit, shit. we are still got plenty to go. Uh, Anthony, did we just do Anthony? Anthony, call back in. Did he call back in? Hey, uh, Mike and Shane. Uh, Still alive. I guess this is what happens when you guys don't do a show for uh, two weeks. Impression sets in. He keeps calling self-loathing. But uh, anyway, uh, just uh, real quick, I had to share this. I know a while back you uh, asked about real-life horror. Um, Here in Baltimore this weekend, there's something at the convention center called BronyCon, which is devoted to grown men who are obsessed with My Little Pony. <laughs> Are you fucking like kidding me? It's <laughs> like the Holiday Inn. It's at Brony? the goddamn Baltimore Convention Center. Which is Only huge. in Baltimore. Only in the um, land of the John Waters. There's actually enough people out there to, to have a convention. You know, warrant you having like My that Little sort Pony? Of thing. I do too. It's utterly incredible <laughs> to me just to show you how many creepy ass. <laughs> you know, nuts there are out there. So, Coincidentally, Nambla was in there having a convention as well at the same time. Children away from Baltimore City this weekend because <laughs> um, there's a lot of freaks. Uh, that's about it. Be well, gentlemen. Thanks, man. Dude, Wolfman called in another time. Mike Shane, the Wolfman again. Dude. This time on a slightly better note than the last time around. <laughs> Good. 
Um, first off, Mike, I wanted to reassure you that nobody's going to call in and talk about how another film is going to bomb in Boston or going to kill them all in Colorado or anything like what? that to look at the NSA on our tails. We already watch horror movies. They know that. They're already looking at us. Lol. Anyways, um, <laughs> question of the week. What horror movie would I have wanted to be on the scene for? This is going to be an odd one. House of Long Shadows. Oh, now, it's an old not because dark it's a particularly movie? great film. It wasn't. However, you had Vincent Price, Peter Cushing, Christopher oh, yeah. Lee, and John Carradine. I think I'm wrong the about the House of Long Shadows. Time. I don't think it said Dark Shadows. The only way you could get better is if you were able to talk, resurrect Peter Laurie and, John, and Boris Karloff and put them in there, too. I mean, if I could have been there, it would have been great just to hang out with those guys. And I mean, well, just to be There's the no runner. doubt about it. You want water? No problem. Uh, you lucky great. rub you wrong time? Ladies of questionable morals, with or without tire iron shaped dents on the back of the head. <laughs> I mean, whatever they wanted, oh I'll gosh. get it for them. Because, <laughs> damn, dirty. they're who they are. That's all that needs to be said. Oh, somebody's going to own me for saying that was the Dark Shadows movie. Um, I'm dead. I'm dead now. I'm getting some hate now. One last comment for Vaughn. What does Voltaire have against New Jersey? He oh. lived there. Oh! From everyone I've talked to who's been through Jersey, that's enough. <laughs> And the people who are still there don't know about that. No and I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Oh, you gotta love the Wolfie. He's got some Jersey stories. Who GP? He's he lives like the, there. He's like uh, what do they call him? Eight pack. Eight pack. They call GP eight pack, and uh, they don't they call him the the situation. I don't even know what how you mix up the situation with GP. He's about as white and as nerdy as. But I'm they saying come. he's New Jersey man. Yeah, he can, he can there can be nerd, white dude nerds in New Jersey. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry that the hood, I'm just saying that the liberal said. media who's, who's who's hitting you all the stuff in your They're, brain. That's not how it is. Oh, the liberal media is <laughs> telling me that New Jersey is crap. <laughs> Or they're telling me it's wonderful. I don't know. Or they're telling, telling me. Something. I just, I just wanted to. I just basically, I just wanted to, to, uh, uh, you know, get some Paul Servino in uh, the stuff going on here and just drop some bombs oh, for yeah. no reason. I like to troll. Uh, yeah, dude. I, I like to troll. You what? Paul Servino is just like holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay, we got a few more to get through. Um, let's see. B toe called him. Oh, the toe toe. Oh, this fucking guy. How you doing? Oh, weird. And you know, give me two fucking weeks. Two weeks to listen to the show. Awesome. And I still call in at the last. He did. He called. Minute, I, was at, right? I was about to freaking Just, pack you know, it up at me. work. Same, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and say the same with his homework. Here, I <laughs> Whenever it was time for homework. <laughs> and, uh, I don't think he did homework. But Mike, you know, I, 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 we, I guess I can't. I, let me just start with saying it really in. wasn't like a whole lot about the last episode, but like, I don't know. Kicked me in the balls. What? It's kind of weird. I, what? Um, I fucking. Well, you guys know how I feel on the on the voodoo organist and, and all sure. of that. And uh, and um, my kick yeah. in the balls. Oh, shit, man. We were talking. Oh fuck! That thing's doing its thing again. Hold on, let me shut this fucking radio off. Ah oh, damn! We got uh, two prostitutes uh, hanging out down here. Come and uh, <laughs> pleasure them. To... All right. Oh wow. Fuck 
They think I'm doing more work today. They can kiss my ass and turn that radio off. Can't call you to dispatch. Anyway. Um, fuck. Let me start this over again. I feel like I just completely fucked everything up. Oh, great. I edit this phone call. No, it's too late. It's too late. But he called right back in, but Jake the Snake snuck in in between. Them. Oh, the snaker. Hello, Mike and Jane. It's Jake the Snake. Calling in pretty the last minute. <laughs> eh, had all the time to leave my voicemail and just end it now. Story of my college career. Hardy hard. But uh, let's see. Was what movie site you would like to bend on? Apparently, I got wording that right. Well, the way I think about it, I like. I would love to bend on the set of like. Any uh, like the big three slashers? Oh yeah, yeah. Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. I mean, you know, just these movies when they're just independent films. Before you knew what they made, you know, just it'd be good to say you were there. Not worrying about how much money it's going to bring in. See how much fun everybody has with those. Yeah. And uh, Mike, if you're suggesting we do time travel. Yeah. Oh, I would troll the fuck out of the people there. <laughs> like, Mike, hey, I hope Michael Myers doesn't get his ass kicked by a rapper in the future. Or, <laughs> man, that boy who popped up at the oh, end that, of the that movie. Oh, that's that Boogaloo. Uh, uh, Tom Savini. You God, got a buddy with me. Buster, as we hands can see. <laughs> I've never heard and, his music, uh, but he was in that. Oh, yeah, Buster Rhymes. Yeah, uh, Slumber Party, first Slumber Party Massacre. And I'll be the cameraman for the uh, shower scene. Oh, mm-hmm. you pervert! And that's Jake it. just reminded Bye-bye. me of my third. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, did he get cut off because I was talking? But yeah. he didn't call back. But but no, Jacob, Jacob, the snake of. Thank you for so much for calling. In. You are the snake of our hearts. Uh, tow truck called back. We're we're almost done here, folks. Tow truck calling in right here. Let's get him going. All right, back up on the fucking interstate. Got that fucking radio shut off out of the way. Got the autopilot set. We're fucking flying. Oh. So, anyway, um, you guys know how I feel about the voodoo organist. I fucking um, love the guy. Yeah, he's cool as shit. Uh, Scott, as a person, slap me. like, I just like to just You like dudes that slap me? Sometimes, you know, he's just such a good dude. He is a great dude. And such an amazing fucking musician. Uh, you know, he, he works the fucking bass pedals with his feet. Yeah. Fucking, like That's a, gotta be a, a something. Separate entity of his body. And that theremin, <laughs> like, Mike says almost like he's fucking conjuring he's a the devil out of that fucking electric rod. But uh, but this isn't my favorite album by any means. No, uh, my, my neither. I'm with Shane with Serpent Dance is probably my favorite. And I've got most of his stuff. I've got uh, some of his uh, voodoo synthesis on a fucking thumb drive somewhere. And that shit's pretty good, too. Was he in Jeremy's wedding? Scott's just fucking... Thumb drive. Just one of those amazing musicians. I wish he did have Did he see him at Jeremy's wedding? Big, flashy show like he used to do. I mean, that was, that was really <laughs> cool. Especially when he had the drummer and yeah. the, you know, the, like, junk drums and, the other and hand shit was the like that. Man. That was just fucking know, more fun. That's, that's enough. But he is definitely more effective I'm about the dude that my wife had to help him haul his shit. Just sit and listen to. Like, you really got to go and experience the show. And you can probably catch him, you know, two or three times a year. That's all that fucker does is tour. Yeah. So anyway, well, uh, if you're gonna go to Burt's, you're gonna go to some shit. I'll call you back in a few minutes and let you know uh, what I got for the question of the episode. 
Shit, he called. Well, he did call back. Oh, he, he called did. Back. Yeah, he did. Okay. He, he just Christ. fucking hate it. You're rolling down, making good time, and all of a sudden, some asshole in front of you is doing the fucking speed limit. God, that shit pisses me off. Get it moving, honky. Fucking wipe out. That's racist. We don't condone something. racism. Anyway, um, question of the episode. Man, there's. There's so many movies I would have liked to have been on set for. And especially if you go back through history. Like, there's some fucking craze back there. Like, some of the old classics. Like, could you imagine, like, hanging out with Lon Chaney and fucking, you know, oh, all yeah. those guys back then. And, like, that's just, that's a really broad The Wolfman? To be on so set I've for that? Boring as shit and weird people. Thought Probably not a drop of whiskey anywhere, but yes. Of, I think... Well, I take that back. Lon Chaney was mine, and they're both, you know, Mr. Robert Zombie. Um, I fucking love that guy. And, and you watch the uh, the the shit about uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and yeah. Devil's Rejects, and those look like they were genuinely fun films to be a part of. Like everybody, every time you see pictures from those, they all look like they were just having a good damn time. Because you got Ken Foray I mean, there hanging that's out. That's my idea of do. a good time right there, you know. Sid Haig? But, uh, but yeah, so those two would have been great to be around for. And, uh, you know, I would have to say maybe, like the original, the very first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's two for that. Uh, just, again, the, the level of talent was involved and, and the people that you would have gotten to have and the wheelchair some guy. really out there discussions with while hanging out on that set. Um, I, I think those those things you know, I couldn't wait to I guess kill that kind of umbrella the <laughs> zombie movies together like that was just one big fucking thing to me. So uh um yeah. Anyway, that's that's what I got for cool, you guys. Man. Awesome. And, uh, I miss you. So Totally we'll be back together you. soon. I wish we were we doing the every other week, week thing still, but freak. It just, uh, even it, Caroline, it just I, I ran into Caroline from Bert's the other night uh, when my at lady Bert's? and I were out at dinner, and Caroline was really disappointed that we weren't coming over Thursday oh. to hang out. And but then she saw us you know, help her make because she was there when we did it. Well, you, you mean he meant the next Thursday? Right. Does anything else as far as working yeah. there? You know, you barely get by. I'd imagine. <laughs> uh, but now I'm rambling warm and you know how that can get so I don't know anything everything I have to say is always so poignant until I see you again big kisses right where the tickles fellas <laughs> easy shit uh, we got one more voicemail we got one more voicemail uh, by the one way let me let me tell up. some about let me let me tell you guys some about B-Tail can I just take one second do you mind oh. if I indulge you mind please please do Dude, that guy is, I mean, as much shit as we give him on the show, he's amazing to come help us out with our video show. He's fun as shit to hang out with. You he's know. a sweet, he's, dear. He's, a, he's awesome. I freaking love that guy. Yeah. And I, I just, I, Brian, I just want you to know that I freaking love you. Thank you so much for all your ear help that you give us, even though uh, we're just a couple of assholes. And, you know, and I've known him many years, and he is a wonderful fella. I've, only, and I I've, I've known him for him. a few years myself, you know? And... And that's for you, buddy. <laughs> Shit. Uh, okay. Stinker to say. I, mean, I, I, I just, says, I wanted, I wanted between, people hey, to listen, understand. Oh, sorry. Between two truck drivers, oh, nothing says I love you like a big stinker. Oh, great. 
So there you go. I buddy. just I just want I just want everybody to know how much B tow truck helps us out and how much I appreciate it. So there you totally. go. Because yeah. I plus he's an awesome dude, so I love him. Um uh last one, Zombie Rose thirteen. Oh my heavens. Zombie Rose. Hey, Zombie, Zombie Rose. Rose. Zombie Rose. Zombie Rose. Question of the week. Um, what movie would we like to hang out on the set of? I have to go way back. This is a film that I still find very fascinating. And say, uh, The Captain of Talks Caligari from 1920. Oh, wow. Um, Old school. Mainly because that's a good, that's a great movie, though. Footage. We don't have a clean print of the film, so it's, you, we're definitely losing detail. Um, that was a, a bit Plus, in the original. The visuals were and so, so crazy. You know, I see that film being filmed, just kind of see the technique and just the style they have would be just really fascinating. Absolutely. You know, as a horror film history. Without a doubt. This is a good one. This is one I didn't uh, even think probably of. Probably an honorable adventure for me would be London After Midnight, but I can't really judge that one because You've it's a long film. It. Yeah. Lon Chaney. Be- all the beautiful stills from that, from that though. Used a lot in, in you know, <laughs> horror classic photos. I've got gas. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Zombie Rose. So I guess I'll talk to you guys next week. Oh, that's Bye. amazing. What? Yeah. Yo, thank you. Shane, are, are you okay? Holy crap, dude. He brings out the best in me. <laughs> dude, okay. So he brings up a couple of great uh, uh, things that I didn't even think about when we, yeah. when I was thinking about this. Uh, you know, when I was trying to come up with my answer for the the question of the episode, I you know what that that probably would have been bad yeah. bad yeah. To, you know to see some of those older ones, one of those more f- in the formative horror formative years, Nosferatu or something well, like that. And it's watching like, that happen because honestly, I mean, how many times have these movies? How many movies do you suppose? That uh, just the, let's let's just say the ones that he mentioned, Doctor Caligari and Legend After Midnight. How many movies do you think those ones had an influence on? Uh, innumerable. Yeah, you know. So well, yeah. there you go. Good for him, man. Good job. Good. It's like good a pyramid. Call. You see and you witness and you see that done, and then you go, okay, I can take it here. Well, so it keeps building and growing, right? Absolutely, all the way to a movie called Give Me a Stuff. Well, Give mm-hmm. Me a Sign. We're that that's we're filming tomorrow. But anyway. Uh, what's your, what's your answer? My answer is from top to bottom and no one, no one said it. Oh, okay. The Exorcist. Who would oh, want to be on oh, set yeah. for The Exorcist yeah. for Christ's sake? That would be great. You don't want to see, because dude, you listen to that commentary. There was some weird, wacky oh, shit absolutely. going on. Plus the area, since, since I was there in that area, the whole Georgetown thing, that whole thing has like that old school vibe. Yeah. You know, that, that, I mean, it was irreverent. One day when we were right there. Yeah. It was awesome. Going down the stairs and seeing that house, the windows. Unbelievable. Shit, it's like, bang, that felt like. I, I mean, got the chills. Like, and I need a moment to just kind of take this. I totally in. agree with you, dude. That Everyone was all- else was like. We've been hey, here. We've been here. Utah, you fucking turds. <laughs> just like you in San Francisco. Yeah. I, you know, I don't care if I'm a tourist. Kiss my freaking ass. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to be a tour. I'm going to do touristy things. I'm going to take my picture on the exorcist stairs. Yeah. Kiss my freaking ass. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'm not going to come make fun of you when you come to, you know, see shit here. The Avenues uh, Halloween 2 or, or Heber City and see or, Ira's Toy House down oh, there. Or down in, if, if you're down nice. enjoying Arches National Park, I'm not going to come shit on your parade, you dumb bitch. Yeah. 
So quit, don't 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 shit on. Nobody us. did that. Either. My second would be Jaws, absolutely, okay, cool. because that would be cool. And then Jaker for a fun time. Oh, cool. Would be on the set of uh, Night of Silent the Night Deadly. Oh, well, dude, what? brain naughty. The irony of that naughty. one is, is you oh, probably yeah. could have been on the set there because that was in uh, Heber. Heber's right City, here, yeah. dude. Okay, so uh, my answer in. I had a hard time coming up with one that wasn't just for perverted reasons. Big burgers and shit. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But one stood out to me. And when it hit me, it smacked me. Okay. The one that I would really have loved to been on uh, is Ghostbusters. I'll no tell you shit. what. Dude, freaking Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray. Uh, uh, yeah, hold on. I wrote it down. And for some reason, I'm having a hard time remembering everybody's names. Uh, Harold Ramis, Rick Moranis, Sigourney Weaver. Rick Moranis. Oh my gosh, dude. Hey. Just hey. hanging with that guy. Well, I just got done working out. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I watched a 20 minute workout at double speeds. <laughs> I got great, got a great workout. I, uh, dude, so, yeah. dude, I would have loved to just been soaking in the, the comedic genius of, hanging of those out guys. With anywhere where, where Bill Murray is. Agreed. Bill, he's... He seems Good like times. a freaking laugh riot. And I'll tell you what, I hope he's not an asshole. I hope people aren't like, oh man, I hung out at like the Life Aquatic set and he was such a dick to me. No, because he's like my man. Dr. Venkman is like my man. Yeah. Like dude, me and my sons watch that movie, my daughter even, every once in a while. We watch it all the time and we're sitting here, we're, we're like, we quote almost every freaking line of that, you know. This, this job ain't worth another five a year. Caddyshack, dude. Every oh, time I just absolutely. think about him, I just, I, I smile. I love him. I love him. I love I that movie smile. so GD much. I want to write him a letter. Any, like a, anything like that a makes you smile, it makes my pen, heart happy. A calligraphy pen letter <laughs> and say, "In this, you're day getting and classy age, up in this bitch." Would you ever thought you would have got a letter like this in 2013? <laughs> uh-huh. No. I, I just want to prepare you for something. If you send an email to somebody, sometimes they don't get back to you. AKA Kane Roberts didn't get back to you about right. It. I'm just saying that I still haven't got over that. I just don't want Ink you. To, I don't quail. want you to be hurt. Well, I, I didn't ink and quill it. But no. I'm just saying, if I quell panda fucking letter, I just I don't want I don't want to see you get hurt, Shane. It's that's like, all. I don't care what this guy's saying, but it's beautiful calligraphy. All right, dude. Okay, so we got a question for next episode. Okay. I mean, I thought hard and long about this. Not unlike. No, I'm not even going to go there. Uh, but okay. anyway, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, no, and and you know, this is one that. That uh, we were talking about, you know, the kind of the roll your eyes moments that we get in, you know, some horror movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the question of the episode kind of has to do with that. What horror movie cliche would you like to see not only banned from here on out, wow. but even maybe taken away from some of the shit of some of the movies that happened to in the past? What horror movie cliche that you hate that bad mm-hmm. would you like it to be banned? How's that? Oh, that's good. Okay, the number is 385-351-9273. Leave us a message on the bone phone at 385-351-9273. And do you know what time it is right now? It's creator time. Here we have an album. Uh-huh. It's called Phantom Antichrist. I like the German accent that you added on that or the faux Germania. Yes. Yeah, sure. You know how I feel about the Germania. Well, I know. I, I love it. Uh, but here's one minute of creator. Let's do it. Hey, 
Middle band from Essen, Germania, uh, 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 Deutschland. Your homeland. That's my homeland. That's, that's where I come from, folks. The band formed in 1982 and has steadily released albums, some less desirable. Oh. They kind of went into an industrial. Listen, thing. listen. I don't know if we want to get into this right now, but I've got something to bring up about that. Okay. But, and I'm sure you're going to go, I like that better. Oh, I'm not going to say. I, Okay, don't put but words in my mouth. they have returned to their roots. The Wurzenstein <laughs> that they have released. This is Thunder. We are talking about Phantom Antichrist, released June 2012. Ten tracks, 45 minutes, 26 seconds long. This is the 13th album from the band, released on Nuclear Blast. Nice. Anyone that knows... The bands that Nuclear Blast puts out uh-huh. knows what they are in for. Metal. All songs written, played, composed, mm-hmm. guitar and vocal mm-hmm. by one Millie Petrozev. Really? Petroza. Petrova? Lead singer. I don't know. I always kind of shake and tremble when I try and say his last name. Well, it's because you're not you're not you're not from the homeland. I'm not from. The I, home- get I get I'm it. I'm not from the homeland. No, you're not. You may have heard him on a little song that we reviewed on this album from Volbeat, oh. called Seven Shots on the show from the album Beyond Hell and Above, Above Heaven. Heaven. Yes, and that was Counting Millie Petrosa. Environment, listen to this, people. Please, if you can hear anything from me, listen to what they, this is what they sing about. Okay. Environmental, apocalyptic, unite, fight, riot, stand together, collapse of civilization. Whoa. Let's take down the empire. Right. Your heaven and my hell. That is creator. They've got so much shit going on, bro. They have, but but there was a there was this thing going on in like the late eighties. I would say with the with the death scene, the thrash scene in the mm-hmm. mid to late eighties, that where the environmental thing just happened. I don't know who really. The first, I don't know who the first band was to do it, but it became a serious thing where everyone was like. The world. It was like what green have we done to our mother earth? Well, and that, what are we doing? There's a big. There's a song about that that totally goes over that on this album. Mother Earth, what have we done yeah. to you? Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, Creator has a lot of environmental twists and lyrics, songwriting, uh, back in the late 80s. That's where I found this band. Okay. Um, my, and like I said, I lost them somewhere in the 90s. Uh, with lost the industrial, them. sure. Yeah. Uh, but their first albums, Pleasure to Kill, Extreme Aggression. That was huge on me. Was that, that one album? No, Pleasure two? to Kill was their first release. Why was everybody every thrash band in 82/83 well, why was their first album called something about kill? Killing is my business. Uh yeah. what was Metallica's first album? Kill 'em all, you know, and you have this well, you it's had all Ride about the killing. Lightning. Well, no, that wasn't their first. Kill 'em all was their first. Yeah, well, uh I'm just yeah, saying every thrash band from the early 80s had something to do with you, killing. Yeah. Well, can well, you say it's thrash? Three. Because see, that's where this we one? break stuff. Up. This is know. thrash. No, th- yeah. Well, I don't. I, this th- is thrash McGrath. And, and this to, is and to the be honest with you, I, I'm not a huge uh, creator historian, so I've never heard anything besides this album in Enemies of God. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, so what did you think about it? I mean, let's 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 chat. A We're little just bit. starting out. We're just starting out with that, huh? Well, yeah, yeah. All okay. yeah. well, right, all right. That's where we go. Um, okay, so uh, I've, I've got like a lot of things. Uh, can I start off with a confession? Oh, yes, I love confessions. Uh, for some reason, in my in all of my music, whether it be metal, whether it be horror punk, whether it be whatever, I dig a great like vocal harmony. Right. I I dig them, man. I mean, you don't have to be Simon and Garfunkel or, or Elton John, even though I love both those bands. Okay? Right. I mean. So not me. like uh, Devil Driver, anything well, like that. Well, okay, okay. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, th- to me, if you if you want me to like you, that is your boom. Do it. The vocals, are like right there, they, that, they have to be the. No, no, no. They don't have to be. Let me let me finish okay, here. Okay. I'm just saying I love it, and, and I mean that's why I love Alice in Chains. You know, it's one of my sure. favorite bands. That's why I love Faith No More. You know, Mike Patton's got a great set of pipes. Whatever. Oh, yeah. However, I, I however. Um, I love heavy metal. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. But I, I would say that my favorite, like, kind of extreme black or death metal bands, um, they, they kind of all have a, kind of a, a vocal har- If they don't have a vocal harmony, then they are really melodic instrumentally. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I, I made up a little list of death metal bands that I love. And you know I love Opeth. Oh, Opeth, yeah. they have the growl, but they also have the... You know the be- that's why they're sure. the greatest band in the world. Sure, sure. Okay, but I mean, I love no. uh, uh, older. <laughs> no, they're not. To me, they're not the greatest band in the we're world. Gonna, hey, we're gonna, oh my we're God, gonna stop your, it right here. Yeah, and I'm folding my his, arms. He's folding his arms. Wow. I. You know what? We'll talk later. How's that? We'll talk okay. later. Because keep talking. I've got to chastise uh, you. Um, have you ever heard like older in flames, like the Jester Race, Horror? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, you know all that stuff. Uh, Children of Bottom. This is. Know? All children of bottom in flames, yeah. Opeth are. They are the new blood that nah, comes from well, Creator. Well, I, I put well. And I that, guarantee that you, be. every one of those bands went. Yes, Creator is and one I, of those. And bands. I'm totally not. I, I'm not saying they're not. But sure. I do love uh, like melody, and I do love vocal. Like sure. I mean, but something has to be super special. Uh, in the composition or in the, you know, there has to be something extra. If they don't like, like for instance, I love Devil Driver, but they're not a, a super melodic death metal band, right? It, whether it's lyrics, whether it's kind of the, like I said, the composition, whether it's, uh, you know, but but the bands I don't like are like Deicide, 
Yeah, I, I, I like me I, some DSI. Well, I, I gotta say, I gotta tell you everything I've, 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 I've like listened to and whatever. It seems boring to me. If There's I, not if enough I changes. DSI the first three albums that I and that, and that could be. I don't know what I've heard from them. I can't even tell you. But I mean, all of it just sounds the same. It sounds monotonous. It sounds boring to me. There's got to be something. Even the death or the sorry, the black metal bands that are like are these symphonic death metal like Demu Borgir or see, or but Cradle that's of not even like the real. No, I thing know. behind black no, metal. No, I know. So it's no, like, and I, this is this is why this is a confession. Right. This is because I mean I don't like it when like all of a sudden, and, and, I mean even Cradle of Filth does this. Every song they start, I swear, is like, digga, 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 digga. and then uh, you've got Danny Filth going, Wah! you know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. well, we've only seen that, we've only heard that five billion times, but you know, they end up pulling off some kind of something to make the the the, the music have like different act, well, not acts, but different movements, sure, different whatever, sure, something to I differentiate it, you know, um, and so basically, when I'm listening, I, I and I claim to love metal, and I do, I feel like I do, but. <clears throat> There's, if you're not going to have like delicious vocal harmonies, you've got to do something outside of, you know, w- with your composition or with your musicianship or something like that. It's going to make it stand out, or else to me, it doesn't. It all sounds the same. But having said that, dude, okay, so I uh, so I went off on that big old thing there, right? And I have to admit that I'm not that that the first I really even ever got into creator. Was uh, with Enemy of God, which was what, like uh, only like two, maybe three years ago. Yeah, three, yeah, it's, three, it's it's the newer newer yeah. style. But so I mean, I, I I never got into the '80s Creator. I never got into even the '90s industrial type of Creator. Uh, you know, but I mean, I I really liked Enemies of God. It was a gr- it was a good album. I liked it. I didn't love it, uh, but that's really the only one that I'm familiar with. But let me say, this album, Phantom Antichrist, destroys that. Ooh. They don't have the vocal harmonies, and it's straight up uh, like thrash metal, and it's he's screaming and he's, yeah, Mother! you know all that stuff. Um, but I really feel like the musicianship on this is really super good. Absolutely, I feel like that that uh, you know those little bits of acoustic guitar, well, and not, shit that they do just in those little at, bits of like pieces in the, in the beginning like, of so, yeah, swaguichi. Well, and not just that. I mean, it's also the uh, um, it's also like the breakdowns when uh, the chorus is going on or the bridge. I think they do a good job of you know, and maybe I mean, and obviously this is just me, but. Uh, vocals can take an average song and just pump it up so much for me like yeah. that like Alice in Chains man I mean it's like the reason I love them so much is because they're intricate uh you know they're they're just like the, the vocal just I don't it, it's hard to explain but I mean y- y- when I say Alice in Chains you know what I'm talking about even though yeah. this, this album didn't do it, I really feel like these guys a- at least on this album in this like I said this is probably uh, the second album I've really even ever heard from them. I think they did a great job of making the music interesting, if not making it monotonous, um, despite having a screaming, non-harmonic uh, or melodic uh, singer. See, and if you're into death metal at all, you know you're not getting every vocal harmony no, there you're is. Not. You're getting the raw thing. And that was the thing about like 80s thrash and death metal was Cannibal Corpse, DSI, Creator. It was like, you're getting this voice and you're going to hear it well, and we're going to tell you what you're going to hear. But even with the growl, I mean, with like Chris Barnes. 
I love Chris Barnes, but he sounds like nobody else. Sure. He has that growl. I think Millie has that same sound. Yeah, we are having an earthquake in here. I don't even know how that just happened. Yeah, but that's that was one. that was cre- I I think Millie's ghost is in here and he's not even dead. <laughs> Whoa. He he he's on the astral plane. From flood to fire. Yeah. That kind of shit right there. We'll only be remembered for what we create. From flood to fire, 1,000 voices sing. We'll do this together. Well, dude, for whatever fate may bring, it's like that is anthem shit for young rock and roll This whole album was full of those, though. I mean, we had Phantom. Phantom! Yeah. Right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Phantom Antichrist just says, hello, we're here to party. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't expecting a lot out of this album, because I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not, I I heard Enemies of God, I like that song, but to me, to listen to a full album of a death metal band that doesn't have the vocal, it's just hard, it's just really hard for me to get the motivation to do it. This was enough motivation. This album blew me away. There's it, no doubt. They, they are so good at their instruments. They write great. And, and they've been around since 82. So they freaking better be if they're yeah. still around, right? Rolling up on 30 years. Unbelievable. And nonstop, by the way. Nonstop really? going. Maybe they've seen more light. I, I mean, I feel like the last year and a half, they've really seen more. I've seen like Facebook. They're like posting pictures of well, you and thousands of saw people. Them, right? So How long yeah, ago? Oh, yeah, dude. That was uh, about a year ago. So, okay. But, I mean, they're on tour. They're out there. Open, except is opening. Well, they were. Wow. Balls for, to the wall. Yeah. Okay. But, dude, I'm telling you, man, this brought me this album right here brought me right back to extreme aggression well let me ask you something okay okay so i heard uh, okay so mo- the, the only history i know about this band and i'm gonna come out and and i don't want anybody to think that i'm trying to fake them out i don't know shit about this band except for enemies right. of god in this one but i was as i was reading their pay their their wiki page and i'm like oh in the 90s they took a goth slash industrial whatever and some of their hardcore fans were accusing them of selling out. Right. Uh, for uh, the first point I want to make is I think that if you're a band that has been around for a significant amount of time, you're going to get accused of, of selling out at one point or another. Uh, if you try true. something different, that might you know? be true. But secondly, but if you how, go off the deep end, that's like something. Well, I mean, and that, let's let's comparing... talk about one of my favorite bands, okay. Megadeth, putting out that uh, I can't even remember what it's called because I never listened to it. The one around 2000 with Crush. Crush him. That was such a shitty album by me. Yeah, I, I, I never checked that out. And you know what? But the thing is, is on that one, Dave said, yeah, we're going to try to make some money on this one. So, But it didn't work out. Yeah. But oh, no, yeah. But but let but I guess the question is is are you familiar with these albums? How do you feel about the albums back in their quote unquote sellout or industrial? I am unfamiliar with them. Okay. Extreme aggression is where I stopped mm-hmm. and kind of went, hey, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I heard a tune that I don't really remember, but I went, uh-huh. eh, I'm done with them. And then it's like 2012, and I'm going, right. whoa. And oh, really? I listened they, to it. Like you said, they haven't, they haven't been stopping, and apparently, or they haven't been like taking a big break, and apparently they've been back at the thrash, the straight-up thrash stuff for and some they time. Haven't, maybe they haven't even had the money to pull on a tour and maybe. go, hey, okay. but they're back in Salt Lake City, and it's like, whoa, are you kidding me? Right. And then you listen to the new album, and you're like, holy shit, this is a 
you know and everyone gets on board for that and goes right. this is back to 1989 that was baby. probably the enemies of god tour that you and troy saw no 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 this was phantom antichrist so okay so 2012 yeah i guess that's yeah that, yeah i guess that makes sense <laughs> and they and, and the last time that i ever remember them coming to salt lake city was speedway cafe which doesn't for exist extreme anymore. aggressions. Which, Wasn't that bricks? Isn't that bricks now? Or uh, which was bricks? It's well, it no was, longer bricks. It was under a freeway that doesn't exist, oh. and the bums aren't there because it was all pushed out. I don't, I don't and know. Uh, now they're living down by me because they go, "Hey, man, we got some shit going on down here. We got some high end <laughs> stores down here. They're all, they're Get all the fuck out. They're of all here. like, hey, there's a cool Seven Eleven by Shane's house. Go check it out. And that is the truth, folks." Um, let me, okay. You I will got say, I will say that everything is on Spotify. You can check yeah. it out for yourself, but this and is I need, aggressive. And I need to do that. This is unite, fight, bring down the man, take it. We will survive collapse of civilization for your hell is my, your heaven ha- is my hell. I have to admit, this I found some beautiful. of the lyrics kind of silly. I did. Even on this album. Of course well, you would. Of course I would. I found that. That's like, fine. Like especially the like the whole Mother Earth thing. I thought I I don't know. I thought it was that funny. was that and that is that was the big thing. I mean, I guess it maybe still well, is. It still but is sure. Even half the local metal bands around town were doing the let's go and clean up fucking uh, Suicide Rock and you know let's do our part. Right. You know, sure. So yeah, it's like uh, you know they've got their thing. You, the, the thing about great fucking heavy metal bands uh-huh. is, is it's either religion mm-hmm. or the earth or how are we coming down? Well, I mean, it's got to be about destruction. It's got to be about religion. Well, and I'm it's got to be about I'm life. I'm not even like weird about the whole religion angle or politics or anything like that. I Or, or even the environment. I'm not. I mother just, every, earth. The whole what mother have we done the, to I'm you? Just, I'm just, I'm listening to that, that on the train and I'm just like, oh, that's kind of funny. I love whatever, it. You know, to me, whatever. But that didn't and take that's away from, from Germany. Germany. That's well, from Germany. I don't even think they have trees in Germany. That's true. I'm totally they're, shitting they're, you. They're, they're, they're Germany's talking a beautiful about... country. Yeah, no shit. That's where I come from. Well, well Germans me, talking about there. Mother Earth. What have we done to you? Yeah. Oh, no, I just think it's funny. Well, I yeah. Listen, I mean, and who gives a shit what I think anyway? But let me. What was your favorite tunes? Oh, there were there were a handful of favorite tunes. First of all, the, the, the to kick it off with Phantom Antichrist was amazing. Um, Death to the World from Flood to Fire. Uh, there was yeah. a video, by the way, for Civilization Collapse. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the Few, The Proud, The Broken, Your Heaven, My Hell, Victory Will Come. There wasn't really a tune on this. It was a stinker. I Like, literally. I, right. I listened to this album, like, probably 20 times in the week that we had. I, I loved this album. It was really cool. Death to the World. Dun, 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 dun. You know yeah, what, though? You just get on fire you know with it. Made me so happy about this album, though. That freaking album cover. Yeah, you've got okay. So I have it right here. You've got like the zombie guy. It's you can't. I can't even describe it. It's weird. Uh, okay, so so here it is. Just so you know, this is what I'm looking at. Yeah, you got the zombie guy. He's got like ropes carrying dead bodies that he's like dragging along. He's he's like uh, riding a four headed like demon horse on skulls and there's all sorts of it's an amazing album cover i freaking love even there's even a um i have it here too the uh um i guess a deluxe edition with satan on it and he's ruling in hell it's amazing stuff dude here's the thing about a band like creator okay is that yes they write fucking metal albums sure but but 
the way I've always looked at the great fucking metal bands of all time is they are concerned about the 50 people that'll stand in front of the stage. And that's what Creator is about. You know what? That's what Entombed was about back in the day. Uh-huh. That's what, you know, it was like, yes, we're writing this fucking metal album. Yeah. But all we care about is every place we go to play, we got 50 kids going ape shit crazy. And that's the salute. Dude, it's an amazing thing that you say that. Yeah. Right? Because there's one point that I wanted to bring up. You know, we're, we, you know, we live in an age where you got Disney Channel stars coming out and selling millions and millions of albums. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading a little bit about the background of this album, and they were talking about how it sold 4,000 like albums in the first month or, or first week. I don't know if it was a week or month. Right. 4,000 albums in the first, even if it was a week. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a lot compared to the megalomania uh, of Justin Bieber or... Oh, yeah. Or, or, and it doesn't. And metal doesn't. You know, metal's but never had that. that seems uh, so small to me. And yet, these guys are still pumping it out since... What was their first album? Their first album was what? 1980... Pleasure to Kill, 83. No, no. Pleasure to Kill was 86. Endless Pain uh, was 85. But they, but they started in 82. Is, right. is what it was. And, but the thing is, so for a band to do that, for a band to know that they're not pursuing, you know, the big bucks, to, to, to know that they're not, I mean, you some Canadian asshole comes out and Justin Bieber and sells a billion records. It's like, you know, these guys don't turn into Justin Bieber, even though I guess some people would say that back when they were doing the industrial thing, you know, maybe that was selling out. All I'm saying is, is having, and and I'm not, like I said, I'm not a historian, but listening to this album, it's like, this is, and, and seeing that it only sold 4,000 albums, it's just amazing to me. You know, That's a shame. Go and, out well, and buy that. Yeah, and it's, to me, it's just like. All of it is on Spotify. Everything that, it's, it's spotty. There's only a few tunes from Pleasure to Kill. Okay. On Spotify, but Extreme Aggression. This album, it's all there on Spotify. Go check it out. I'm but. just amazed that that they're still at it after all these years, and they're st- they've still only sold four thousand copies of this. And that's better than this. DMD will ever do. Wow, four thousand albums. Well, which Get is a, here, which is kid. a GD shame because yeah. you guys. Uh, and I'm, and I'm that's just what I'm saying, saying. You, but the thing is, buy is, it, and it makes it because it, it makes it a little bit special because they're not making music. Uh, to satisfy the masses, they're making music for you, a holes, and for this guy here. I, I've got to tell you the something. Dude that stands right down front and says, "Turn off the lights, get the fucking intro going, and yeah. let's fucking rock." You, you, that's the people sent me this album, like that. and you said, "Hey, Mike, here's Phantom Antichrist. Listen to it, whatever." Right. I went and bought this and Enemies of God uh, off Good. Amazon just because it's like. After I read the 4,000 thing, I'm like, oh, you know what? This is a GD shame. Yeah. This was a great album. I mean, is it, is it one of my all-time favorite metal albums? No. And there's a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff. But this is something that's going to be in, in decent rotation. You know, it, right. it's something yeah. that, that I'm going to enjoy. They do a great job, music, you know, musically. They, they, they put together a good composition. I loved it. I thought that this was, uh, in fact, uh, I mean, I was just telling Shane before that it seems like my week's kind of uh how how good of a week i have kind of has something to do with the 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 how the much music. i like the band that we're yeah. doing for the show only because it's like well i listened to that band a lot and i had a great week these guys provided a lot of good tunes a lot of awesome rocking i say give this a buy 
Yeah, I give it a buy. I say, listen to this, kids. It is thrash. It is metal. It is one vocal going, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's got something to say. And it's got beautiful harmonies and it's got double bass and it's got yeah. everything in Guitar there. Guitar harmonies. But I would say, listen, just listen to it. It's on Spotify. Sure. And then go out and uh, be uh, 4002, 4003 that buys it. <laughs> well, if you like it. Because, yeah. The whole idea behind metal before it turned into, hey, everyone, we are fucking turds of the society that are going to be huge as fuck, was you wrote like Speedway Cafe and shit. You wrote metal music for metal kids that came down and got in the pit and fucking got metal. I'm shocked that that these guys, after all these years who only sold 4,000, ended up touring Salt Lake City. So, for me and Troy to spend our dollars, our fifteen twenty dollars yeah. to go in and get Where'd in the they pit, play? they played at uh, Club Sound, I think it was. I've never even been there, and it was fantastic, and it was packed, and it was. Oh, okay. And but you spend your twenty dollars to go. I salute you. I'm there in the pit. How and many then, people do you think were there? Over four thousand? Not four thousand. I would say five hundred. Oh, okay. Four, so four hundred, five, four, four, five hundred in Salt Lake. But there's people ripping them off on the internet. So yeah. Are you kidding me? And that's I worldwide. Kid. They're in Sweden. They're oh, in yeah. uh, Rashis. Well, no, no. In, I'm uh, sorry. The four thousand was only in the U.S. So because oh. this album actually got really high in the Germania like charts. Well, yeah. So they're doing all right. Yeah, they're there. doing. See, no, they're, yeah, in they're their doing homeland. Okay. They're like, hey. Well, that's because people appreciate on, people guys. from their homelands. Like. Like the only like band you appreciate the the used. I hate the used. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But I on, and hey, I also be dirty hate, now. Come I also on. hate Imagine Dragons, and they are not from here, but they went to my. No, I school. just I have a love in my heart for metal bands right. from back in that day because they deserve every bit of Especially the struggle and uh, and go that they go through. You know, you know that going. this band isn't flying around. In their own plane, like Iron Maiden, or they're not. They don't have every. They don't have champagne for every meal, like Metallica, right. or even maybe even Megadeth. But you, but Selling they're still doing it, and they're fifty gone. years old. Hey, would you look at that? They're fifty some odd years old. Yeah, you know, and it's like they're still doing it. This album's last year. You got to salute that. And I salute it, and I say buy it. I say buy it too. There you go. That's I I I actually am a little bit bummed after listening to this that I didn't. I don't think I appreciated Enemies of God enough, uh, but there's there's definitely kind of a hole in my music listening uh, career, I guess you could say, the two that hasn't included this band. Well, I just used to be that young kid in the pit going, yes. Yeah, sure. And to have one of those heroes come back with a delicious album where you're like, yes. Uh, my, the problem is, is my pit's. My pit day started with like Primus and Alice in Chains and Nirvana and all those. Yeah, oh, dude! Nuclear assault and overkill and yeah. fucking. I did. I did go see. Like, I did go see the monsters of rock, go. but, it, but was it was at the Salt Palace, so there was no pit because yeah. ACDC killed people in the pit. Yeah, the old here in Salt Lake. Well, yeah, the small club is where you know they came to Club Sound, Speedway Cafe. All those small clubs is where you could go and see bands and go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got trivia. Oh. I mean, not to change, stop on a dime, but <laughs> cool. Let's get right into that. Okay. You always roll your eyes back and close your eyes, and you like, roll, your, and I'm assuming your eyes roll back. And no, I'm just, I'm basically just, like, just yeah. getting ready. I'm getting you ready. Get uh, here, I'm putting on my thinking cap. That's what that was. 
I would ask you this, and I haven't said this in a long time, you but for new okay. people that listen to the show, sure. I would say, okay. please refrain <laughs> from screaming out your answers because they like to play along. Okay. All right. If, if I must. So here we go. This is number one. IMDB gives this an Whoa, 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 whoa. What's the topic? Oh. What's the topic? How dare me? <laughs> I'm calling this one. Are you going to eat that? Disgu- <laughs> disgusting. Okay. Okay. Food. Okay. Because we're doing the stuff. That's what it's all about. I we're talking it. about the stuff tonight. So disgusting <laughs> food that you eat and go, that's disgusting. All right. Let's ready? do it. Number one, IMDB gives us an 8.0. Yeesh. That's high. If, you, if you're ever tempted to complain about your sibling, just watch this classic psychological thriller by Robert Aldrich, which features a has-been actress who torments her wheelchair-bound sister Blanche. One of the most unforgettable scenes is when lunch is brought to to the disabled Blanche on a covered tray, casually mentioning that she has discovered rats in the basement. Blanche and the audience knows exactly what she'll find under that tray, but she can't help seeing for herself. Is this whatever happened to Baby Jane? Turn up the radio! Have you ever nice. seen that movie? I have, of course. Uh, what's her name? Betty Davis is in that, that one. That is absolutely it's freaky, creepy dude. She, fucking movie. Well, and those two older ladies are like... But you right are, Blanche. Her. If I wasn't <laughs> crippled, but you are, Blanche. You are crippled. There's nothing scarier than menopausal or postmenopausal women and that's what that movie was all about well i don't know about that but uh okay <laughs> all right number two imdb 8.7 jesus are high 1995 trying to cure your craving for carbs hey well no problem baby blue in this film a serial killer sets out to dispatch his victims according to their sins and in this particular scene, a man is force-fed spaghetti until his stomach explodes. Not quite as funny <laughs> as the exploding stomach in the guy that uh, from, uh, you know, uh, what's his, I couldn't eat in a bite <laughs> from Monty Python's The Meaning <laughs> right, of Life. Right. But it'll do. Sure. They what kicked him. That? They kicked him. It was a movie starring Bradley Pitt and Morgan Freeman. A movie called Seven. Stay back, California. John Doe has the upper hand. John Doe has the upper hand. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. Turn up the radio. That whole that movie freaked me out for the first time I saw it. Because it's like, I was not expecting that. David Fincher, that's when I became yeah. a huge David Fincher fan. Yeah, dude. That was just nasty. That was nasty and dirty, and, and you knew you were in for a treat. Absolutely. All right. All right, let's go. Number three, 7.5. These are all pretty high. 92. Oh. This is what happens when you get bit by a Sumatran rat monkey. Sumatran? Sumatran. Is that how they say it in uh, Tingbato? (laughs) What, no pudding? Lionel brings (laughs) out What about the ear? The whole ear falling in the pudding. Lionel brings out 
four heaping bowls of custard. Oh, and Mr. Matheson digs in. Mmm. Rich and creamy, just the way I like it. <laughs> Even better with the... Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Okay. Rich and creamy, just the way I like it. Even without the pustule squirt Gross. from infected mum. Gross. What is it? Uh, is there a Die Monster Die song about this? There might be. What is it? Dead alive. Uh-huh. Ooh, dead That's a disgusting scene. I can't even watch yeah. that scene, by the way. When she so squirts gross. that shit oh. in the pudding, and he's like, oh, this I, is the best I can't even watch it. shit all the yeah. I can't on. even watch it. And it's not even pudding. It's custard. But it looks like something that disease is living in. All right, here we go. Number right. four. You're right. doing good. I'm doing okay. I think you've won. <laughs> Number four. IMDb 6.6-1991. When you sit down to dinner... You usually think you'll be eating this tender, rich-flavored roast beef or chicken. Mm-hmm. But not your own brain. Even Ray Liotta <laughs> thinks it smells good. And when fed, he says, mm, that tastes pretty good. I don't think Ray Liotta was any, in any kind of shape to be a, like a food critic on Hannibal. Turn up the radio! That was good. That was a good uh, beatbox there you got. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, you got this. This you got is good. This, this is I good. Got, I've only got one left. Let me tell you something, though. Let, I have been holding off, just like you asked. I, I have been saving my answers. And that's that's good, because people listening, they don't want to hear you blurt out I something. Because you know, they want to enjoy it and go, oh, I think I might have something. Okay. Uh, all I'm saying is I've been working on my self-control. Good. All right, here we go. Number five. So this is a win-win situation. Ah, okay. Pressure's off. Number five. IMDb gives us a 6.8 from 2004. You take high-gluten flour, pound it, and roll it till it is soft as an egg with its shell. Without its shell, this is key. Oh, and some cabbage chopped thoroughly. Add ginger. And baby fetus! <laughs> Preferably one that is about five months along. Yes, the flavor may be a bit bland. And the crunchy, well, there's ears and bones, for God's sakes. But it's all about it, but it's all in the name of beauty. Because people love to eat dumplings. Turn up the radio! Nice, dude. Five out of five. You know, dumplings. How about that? Uh, you know, I. You know what I didn't realize because uh, dumplings. There was a short by Takashi Miike mm-hmm. that was in. What was that? Uh, oh, what was that? There, there were three. Oh, three something. Uh, what was that movie? Three. Uh, the Exa Exa Exuma Exa Three extremes. Three extremes. Yeah. There were in the, it was a short in that, but then I didn't realize they made a full like full length length. movie. Yeah, one hundred and thirty minutes. And yeah. I haven't seen that yet, so I need to check that out. Oh yeah, which is which is. Oh well, I don't know if you need to check it out, but yeah. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah, I watched it. Is it okay? That's why. Have I you put seen it Three Extremes? Here. No. Oh, three. Well, you know no, what? The, I watched the movie. Oh, okay. Dumplings. Okay. 
And it was disgusting. Was it Takashi Miike? Yeah. On that? Okay. It, cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, so yeah. it was him in the full length and in the short. I hope I'm right about that, or else we're going to give somebody a prize. Well, but I whatever. don't know if it was him or not. I don't know who. You know, it could be Gujati Bongdango. <laughs> That's a Korean. But all I know is I watched Dumplings, Bung the 120 okay. minute version. Okay. And wow. Yeah. That was. Uh, I've only seen the short. That's pretty gross. Oh, I like my. It's my ringtone. Oh, somebody's <laughs> calling you. You're, you know what? Let, you need to take that call. No, it's an important call. But let me tell you something right now. One more while time. You're taking that call, <laughs> while you're taking that call, we're going to play a trailer for the movie that we're going to be talking about called The Stuff. Here you go. Oh. No. Don't eat that. I saw it moving in the refrigerator. Here, Jason. Take some. There is something alive in there. They're good for us, Jason. <laughs> they kill the bad things inside us. Must be a side effect of eating too much dessert. <laughs> it's gonna kill you! It's gonna kill you all! Hey, wait, wait, wait. We are not alone. Tonight, America is in grave danger. So are you prepared to say on the air that you've actually seen people devoured by the stuff? Oh, hell yes. And what's worse, I've seen what's left of them when the stuff gets through and comes back up. ready for this i'm ready for this because we're going to be talking about a movie that i have not seen in at least 15 years i swear i haven't seen some 15 years i always get this movie mixed up with uh, uh a movie called society that, mm. that, that they're maybe from the same time but they're not nearly the same movie right. but i for some reason i don't know why but i always get it mixed up we're going to be talking about a movie called the stuff from 1985, IMDb gives us a 5.8. It was written and directed by a guy named Larry Cohen. You may or may not have heard of him. Uh, he worked on movies called God Told Me to Dot, 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 Kill. Oh. Yeah, that movie. And that's on our list, actually. Oh, Eventually. really? Yeah, that'll be on it. Uh, Cue the Winged Serpent about a killer dragon in the city. Uh, but my favorites from him... Uh, well, not my favorites, but but my favorite one that, that's on this list is he did a trilogy called It's Alive 1 through 3. I've only uh-huh. seen part 1, but I will always remember. Like it's totally. about a, it's like a, have you seen it? Yeah. So like that baby in that cradle or whatever. Yeah. Like all those noises that it made. Oh, freak the shit. Yeah, man. that was a creepy fucking thing. Great movie. Yeah, this movie starred uh Michael Moriarty. He's one of those guys that you've seen his face. Maybe you don't know what he's in, but you you recognize him when you do see him. Uh, as David slash, or, or, or sorry, quotes, Mo Rutherford. Mo. Uh, Andrea. Mo. You know why they Mo. call him Mo? Because whenever they say, I'll give you some money, he says, no, I want some Mo. I want some Mo. <laughs> uh, it starts Andrea, uh, let's see, Marco Vici, um, who played Nicole. The She was on the committee, if you'll remember. Mm. Uh, you know, the lady that was in this, she was on the, the committee. Uh, the no. itty bitty 
Titty. Titty. Committee. committee. Oh, yes. dang. I see sorry, what you're sorry, with sorry. that. I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what committee you're talking movie. about. Um, Itty she, bitty titty committee. I got you. <laughs> um, she's Nipples actually. poking through oh, that dude, shirt the whole time. The time. But the titties were tiny. And yeah. that's okay with me. That's fine. As long as she had a giant bush. But anyway, uh, she's actually a great singer. I mean, she's singing uh, in Carnegie Hall and all that stuff. So, oh, yeah, wow. how about that? Yeah, I bet you didn't know that. Uh, it starred Garrett Morris as Chocolate Chip Charlie W. Hobbs. Oh, yeah. And and Paul Sorvino. And I think this is why Alan called you Colonel. He played Colonel Malcolm Gromit Spears. No, he didn't call me car- Colonel for that. Well, yes, he did. I, no, I, he did. I, I put a post up. No, too saying, bad. Hey, he did. No, oh, I know oh. why you think he did. Okay. But this is why he, but he really called me did. Colonel. No, he, he didn't. No, no he this didn't. is why he no, really did. No, he absolutely This is why he really didn't. didn't. This is why he really did. No. Uh, this is why he did. Uh, that's, it also starred a guy named Scott Bloom who played Jason, a young kid. In the perfect 80s white boy nuclear family. This guy right here, Scott Bloom. Yeah. Jason. Yes. Could have been Corey Haim. Dude! Here's the fucking problem. Okay. Corey Haim kept showing up to the fucking... Yeah. The, the, he wasn't you know, busy a lot. What do they call that? The the roll calls? Yeah. He or whatever. Did. For movies? Because I swear to God, this kid could have been someone, but Corey Haim kept showing up. It's funny you see that, because as I'm watching this movie, it's it's the 80s, and they have the family, and whatever, and I kept thinking, you know what? This family kind of reminds me of... Uh, you know, th- he had a brother that looked exactly like him. I bet they were brothers in real life. They were. I, I guess, Brian. I, I don't know for sure. But, uh, Brian so Bloom true. and Scott Bloom. They are brothers. So, okay, so but they have the same blue eyes, yeah. and, you know, in complexion and all that stuff. But basically, I was like, that is Mike and Sam from The Lost Boys. Yeah. You know, which is uh, your man right there. Corey. Well, I'm just saying, that kid could have had every role. Yeah. Every role Corey has a stole every goddamn yeah. role from Agreed. Him. I, I wouldn't have. You know what's funny is he's probably a better brother. A be, uh, looks more like Michael from the Lost Boys than he did. Yeah. Than than Corey Haim did. Is yeah. what I'm saying. But whatever. Corey Haim was great. He ain't got a home. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it also started. Kills and die. <laughs> Danny Aiello is Vickers. Um, it's oh, this movie opens up with some like it just like it's almost like it starts in the middle of a story. Okay, we got this old guy, you know, he's in a cave or something, and he's stumbling onto some marshmallow-like substance that's bubbling up from the underground. Well, he was at the uh, petroleum plant, right? But it's like and they were like uh, you don't know why night, they're uh, there. Hobo security guards. <laughs> it's like gone. They're eight. just walking around and they see that what looks like this marshmallowy dessert. It kind of looks like lava bubbling. So what does the dude do? What would you do if you saw some marshmallowy uh, like lava? Well, I'd dig a big handful. Yeah, I'd smell it. Yeah, sure, for sure. Because uh-huh. you want to smell. First. You got to smell. And then I give it a big old taste and say, Man. and not only just a tiny little. Let's check it out. Let, let, let like not like on like uh, you know how you get like the great detectives who like taste a little like a tiny yeah. little bit of dirt. We're talking about a good old lick. Taste a little piece of hair and say there's some DNA on. It. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that at all. It's no. like it looks like marshmallowy dessert. I'm going to treat it as if it were marshmallowy dessert and take a big taste. And you know what? What. The shit is delicious. Yeah, and not all, then he says, the the guy, you know the guy walking around with uh-huh. a flashlight says, "Hey, what are you doing over there, you old fuck? You taking a piss?" Yeah, and he says, "No, I'm eating this shit out of the ground. He's eating you it. should have some too." And he says, <laughs> "All right, I'll take yeah. a little bit off your finger." Which is why why you wouldn't get your own? Yeah. I don't know. There's a bubbling Disgusting. hole in the ground. 
Get Listen, your own. The trivia, the trivia wouldn't have been shit that you shouldn't have eaten right. if it weren't for a, a start to a movie thank like you. this. You thank did a great job on that. Thank you. Kudos you, to you. Thank you. Uh, anyways, well, let's just put it this way. Uh, apparently, he takes it home, sells it to some asshole, and they start selling it. Well, it is a hit. It starts getting sold in those little Ben and Jerry's carton-sized containers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, marketed as having no calories, being sweet, creamy, and filling. It's almost like, you remember the Furby? It's everything it's almost you like, want it to be. Yeah. It's almost like the Furby of dessert treats. No shit. Yeah. Everyone loved the Furby. I fucking, uh, I freaking had like four Furbies that we that, that my mother-in-law spent like 200 bucks a piece. You know what they're doing right now? They're rotten in the attic. But did they ever say Satan in the middle of the night to you? No, but the thing is, is they were the dumbest shit ass bitches ever. But we, I have four of them right now. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, let's, we'll talk about Furbies another day, but basically this was the Furby of, of, uh, whatever year that was of dessert. 85. Yeah. No, it was like, it was like 2004 or some shit. Really? Yeah, it was. It was, but the, basically, this the 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 the, the this this the, this I don't want to call it the stuff because that's actually what they called it. But this stuff right. <laughs> was actually they they ended up marketing it with the brilliant name of right the, the stuff. stuff. Okay, uh, low in calories, good tasting, and if you spill it all over, it doesn't even spot. Okay, yeah, it doesn't even spot. Why? Why? What? <laughs> It is so fucking good everywhere. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that ice cream companies are getting worried because their sales are dropping. Uh, so basically, all these ice cream guys they get together, and of course, they get together in a business place. However, right, rich white people do on a yacht, sipping champagne. Oh yeah, just the the most stereotypical CEOs of eighties rich man. And here you know, comes Mo. Here, you know, and they, but the thing is, they're talking about it. They bring in an old, smart ass ex FBI guy, Mo Rutherford. Mm-hmm. You know Mo. what? He's so Mo. How you doing, little whiteies? Basically, <laughs> basically, they bring him in to spy on the manufacturers of this stuff, uh, do some corporate espionage and whatever, try, or whatever, try to figure out what's going on and how they can somehow cash in on this phenomenon that is the stuff. Uh, one night, though, let's go back to the family. Let's go back to Jason's family. He's right. home with this perfect, stereotypical white boy 80s family. Right. Which I grew up in, by the way. Sure. I'll just say, I, I could have been this kid, except for I didn't have dreamy blue eyes. Let me ask you this. Oh, oh dear. Did your daddy ever slap your ass when you were in the fridge? No, night? and that's what I was just going to say, that Jason goes down to get a little midnight snack because he's a hungry, young, growing boy. Yeah. And this, his dad comes down and gets pissed off, man. He is upset. What are you doing down here? I thought it was a burglar. <laughs> well, you know, you know what's weird is Jason actually saw the stuff. It was spilled in the fridge, and it looked as if it had a mind of its own squirreling around in that yeah. their fridge, that 80s kind of yellowish fridge. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's gross. It's disgusting. Why would you want to eat that stuff? The problem is dad opens it up. It looks nice and perfect as if it had a mind of its own. Sure. As yeah. if it had a mind of its own. <laughs> Get back to your bedroom. Jason gets freaked out and starts a one-man campaign against the stuff. <laughs> I mean, he takes it to the extreme. Like He shows up at the, at the uh, local Smith's Marketplace and starts dumping it all over now, the ground. I thought there was some racism there. Oh, I thought it was a race attack there for a minute <laughs> oh. when he slapped it out of that young black kid's hands. 
<laughs> then I realized. And that's right. There was yeah. There was a well, yeah. Why did why did they have to bring that up, man? That was harsh. He just slapped that big can of the stuff right out of that. Black I think it was anti racism because he. He could not see color. He wanted to. He, he was thinking he was doing a good thing. He only saw people. white. No, no, no. he there's saw some. There's some snapping right uh, there. He saw he people saw as white. people. Okay, they were he human beings the minus can. the white of the stuff. But that little black kid was about to take a big heap and help and fold. But he saved his life. He, he could have here. saved his life. Shane. Then he took every can in the place out. All and it was all over the place. And let me tell you, that was one of the funniest scenes too, because there's like. One little kid. He's probably like, what, 13 or something. Yeah. He's, he's dumping it all. He's running around. There's so much stuff in the suit. He's dropping it. He's going up to, you know, he's got the frozen section. He's got the cooled section. He's dumping it all. He go, even goes to the stacked section that's out in the middle of one of the, the aisles. pyramid. Yeah, exactly. You can't wave. It's like bowling pins. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, it's, it's coming, like, baby. I don't know why you started there because that was the biggest bang for your buck because yeah. that was amazing looking when I dropped. Haven't you always wanted to like, you know, I mean, I've never seen this in a real supermarket, but you know, like in 80s movies where there was that one guy stacking like cans of Campbell's oh, soup and stuff like I've that. I've always wanted to just, just a dump with her. Just kick that and yeah, go. I, yeah, I, I think I missed that. an hour. I think. See ya. <laughs> And the guy's like, oh, these fucking kids are well, driving And they crazy. started to do that. I thought it was so funny, though, because it took like three, like, probably teenage, t- early 20 dudes to drop. And there's one of the weakest tackles I've ever seen, ever. Sure. Okay, it was awesome. But anyways, he basically, he gets, he gets reprimanded, he gets caught, he gets put in his room, and you know what? But you know what the, the punishment is, don't you? Eat stuff. The family's like, you know what? We love the stuff. We think you should eat the stuff. Why aren't you eating the stuff? They start acting like they're living in Stepford. Yeah. You know? It's like, man, the stuff is good. It's low calorie. It doesn't spot. It's filling. I've already lost five pounds because I've been eating the stuff. And I'm going to have a dinner. And all it's going to be is a big bowl of this marshmallowy looking dessert, the stuff. Because you know what? It's all you. How lovely is that for the housewives? <laughs> sure. To never have to cook again. We just dump it in the big uh, fish bowl well, the, and eat out of it. Apparently, the problem is, is you got to give up your 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 actual life and because it be kind of comes it, it kind of becomes this uh invasion of the body snatchers type thing right. where the stuff kind of takes over you know and whatever and and in fact uh it, it's funny because just like in the invasion of the body snatchers you can fake it out a little bit you can be like i'll eat the stuff but i'm gonna dump it on the toilet and put some shaving cream in there and shit and, and I'm how gonna about, eat- let's just talk about that toilet for a minute let's hear yeah was that not the nastiest fucking pee-pee all over that fucking toilet? When he was dumping that shit in, it's like, okay, you've got the white stuff yeah. that he's dumping in the toilet. Mm-hmm. But take a look at I that rim. I didn't Because it was filthy with fucking pee-pee. Really? It was I nasty. Did, I did not it's even like notice Jason. That. Really? <laughs> Bad pee-pee all over that rim. I didn't even notice it. Listen. Uh, Watch it again. Listen, I'll tell you what happened with that. The what? mother, her, her, she was, her body was snatched, and she quit cleaning the toilets for a couple of days. And that's what happens. Uh-huh. That's what happens, bro. You don't understand. Anyway, so he's so he fills it up with his dad's Barbasol, the shaving cream and stuff like that. He starts eating it. Yeah. He starts eating it, but unfortunately, the dad figures out what's going on. So what happens? He takes off. He runs out in the, the dark, the middle of his freaking uh, uh, 
neighborhood and whatnot. But the pro- but the thing is, is and we, I guess we have to backtrack a little bit, is Mo Rutherford actually read about his spaz out in the, uh, in the in, newspaper. Yeah, in the newspaper, his spaz out in the grocery store in the newspaper. So he's like, this guy knows what's going on because Mo's becoming a little bit suspicious himself. So he goes and picks this kid up. And he saves him from his family. But let's stop right there for a moment, can we? Sure. Let's look at this through logical eyes, can we? Okay. okay. I love logical so eyes. So you've got a kid who's running away from home. Right. You've got a guy from out of town who's driving his big old Caprice Classic or whatever he's driving. He picks up the kid. He takes him. And then he, plus his girlfriend, who I didn't haven't even mentioned yet with the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, they decide to fly to the stuff's headquarters in Georgia. Right. So basically, he's in essence taken this kid. He's kidnapped him. He's crossed state lines to take him to the... Is that not weird? Well, okay. Here's what I would say about that. Okay. Absolutely, yes. Uh, okay. Acro- and that's what I thought when he put him in the plane. Sure. I went across state lines. <laughs> foul right there. Sure. But what's even fouler yeah. is the fact that he went... We all got to eat the shaving, shaving cream. cream. <laughs> or uh, I saw it move, too. Yeah. How did you know those things? Yeah. That, well, no, he said, I even ate shaving cream. He's like, yeah, we all got to eat shaving cream every once in a while. I don't know. It's, but it's he's like, like I saw it move, too. Get in the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that, like, and okay. it's, and it's, it's awesome. Okay. And the thing is, you got to realize, too, that Mo Rutherford, Michael Moriarty plays this. Like, I mean, this is not a straight up. Like scary horror movie. This is pretty freaking. It's a comedy. It's a, it, it definitely it, it, is yeah. a comedy. And you know, and it's funny because they end up going over to this Georgia place. They end up like, "Hey, we're here. We, we want to know what's going on." Because the girl that they pick up, it was the marketing director of the stuff, and we'll talk about some of her work in a minute. But you know, so she's like, "Yo, I'm here. I'm I'm so and so, and I do the marketing for the stuff. Can we get a tour of your facility? You know, they do this whole facility thing, and then they're getting deeper and deeper. They end up finding that this stuff, man, you know where it's coming from? The Earth. It's coming from a giant. It looks like a like a little mined out thing, and it's like and it's like this this whole lake of or like pond of marshmallow bubbling up. and 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 bubbling and here." And- high-fiving it it really is dude and they're not processing it they're just taking it and they're selling it yeah straight from the ground you know what's funny is to to kind of give you a visual um it's kind of it looks like the bog of eternal stench if labyrinth was set in Candyland. Ooh. hey that's pretty yeah, good i'm just that's i was like that looks like, like the that. bog that's- of eternal stench Smell bad. Oh yeah, yeah dude. So yeah, uh, who you doesn't know, love that. No, who, ever, if you don't, you're un-American. Is what I'm saying. If yeah, even though David and Bowie and his bold as she got older. Oh shit! Yes, I don't like to think of that movie and her tits at the same time because I feel like a power, power of voodoo. Who do you do? You remind me of the babe. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. But here's the thing, and one thing that that, that I failed to mention. Is that it? This is a, and I like to say, well, and as I'm watching this, I like to think that this movie is kind of a cross between Invasion of the Body Snatchers because what it'll do, the stuff will get into you, okay? It will kind of hollow you out and it will become you, you know? And the thing is, is every once in a while it has to leave, the stuff has to leave, and it'll leave you as an empty shell. Yeah. You know, and if you like punch somebody who happens to be an empty shell at the time or some, some of the most amazing 
awesome deaths in any movie I've seen. Unfortunately, there wasn't like a ton of it. Right. I would have loved to see a ton of it, but it did remind me of like the Botin stuff from uh, uh, you know the thing just a little bit. I just wish there was more. But this kind of reminded me that, that you know not only people are eating the stuff and they're they're becoming taken over, but the stuff is actually pulling kind of a blob. Right. You know, where right. It, it is it's living itself. And there are moments where there was even one scene where uh, it actually was filmed in the same uh, like rotating room as remember Glenn in Nightmare on Elm Street. My man, oh, yeah, Johnny yeah, Depp. Yeah, yeah, you know how yeah. they did the whole or no, 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 it wasn't Glenn. It was uh, it was the it was the uh, blonde lady. How she was like the blonde girl who's like crawling up one of the scenes. And, right. Right. You know, right. That was there was a scene filmed in there. Uh, you Didn't know, Johnny Depp do that though with the blood? That yeah, came up he on did the that. And I'm not, I can't remember if that was his, if they used the same room or whatever. I don't know. I'm that not could be wrong. Oh, I I don't know. All I'm saying is is that it was you in Nightmare on Elm Street. They used the exact same setup in this. That was movie weird too because that was a moment with that was absolutely you know when you're watching that lumberjack shirt guy <laughs> yeah. go up the who wall, came to kill them. But that was totally you could totally tell that was. <laughs> The stunt Two people stunt were people not were, them. Oh, my God. I can't believe. Well, you weren't supposed to be looking at them. You're supposed to be looking at the stuff in the lumberjack shirt guy who's came to kill him. Dude, I am a it professional was, was film so, reviewer. Shut up. I look at everything right. in a scene no, I to make the sure thing. it is correct and, and I don't even right. think they really tried hard to make the stunt people look like Michael Moriarty in Itty Bitty Titty Committee. Yeah. I really don't. They didn't look anything like it. It was hilarious, though. Right. You have to admit it was funny. It was good. Yes. And the, and there and that all started because uh, apparently they stuffed the pillows in this, like, uh, there was this, the town right outside of the of the stuff plant, and it was all abandoned because for one reason or another. They're staying in a hotel there. The, they, they stuffed the pillows with the stuff, and it actually came out and attacked, like, attacked. Uh, so like worse. <laughs> it's the worst place you want the stuff to squirt out. If you're it? having a nice Betty Bye time, you don't want to have to worry about the How stuff. Out of your pillow cushion, out of your pillow sure. blanket. What do they call that? The pillow pillowcase. Pillowcase. Sure. Squirting out of there. Yeah, right. See ya. <laughs> I want it to crawl up my leg or something. Not, dude. Not- it just smacked his face, and it just started to to suffocate him and whatnot. Well, the bottom. How line, did she get rid of it though? She set it on fire. Oh. She set his face on fire. Yeah, he was there, and it's funny because when he was on fire, you could see like that gel, like that fire gel, all over his arms and stuff like that. I bet Mo don't want no Mo of that. No, he don't want no Mo of uh, the stuff suffocating him. But that yeah. was funny. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, anyway, okay, so and we, you know we've skipped a lot of the story, but you know it's it, whatever. We're not. We're you need to watch the movie. Okay, we're not here to tell you every little thing, but. After they've gone through, they figured out what's going on with the stuff. Then the movie really starts. Mo happens to know a dude, yeah, living in a complex. He's like a castle. A, he's a, it's like some kind of castle ruins. He's like this militia far right wing. Like he he's one of those anti government guys. They started putting. Anti, I thought he was like total government. Guy. No, he's anti dude. He's like the government started putting fluoride in the water for mind control. And Mo's like, you know what? Let me tell you something. You don't need to worry about fluoride for mind control. You need to worry about the stuff. stuff. Yeah, dude. Let me tell you something about that. So basically, the last, the last, uh, I guess, act of the movie is uh, is and Paul Sorvino plays the colonel and the, right. the main guy. And 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 okay, let me tell you something right here before I go on with the story. And he says that let's talk about a little talk chocolate Charlie. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, the colored man. Or let what? the little colored man talk. <laughs> yeah. But you better not speak no commie shit. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. Let, okay, so, okay, so. As I'm watching this, it's you know it's getting late and I got to get up for work. Okay, yeah. so I watch to the point where Mo starts like barely first starts talking to Paul Servino. So all the army guys jump out of the bushes. Hey, yeah, get out of exactly. Here. All right, right there, and I'm like, oh man, I'm so tired. I so I get I stop it there. I'm like, I'll finish it tomorrow. I go in, I go into the bedroom. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting ready for bed, and I come out, and I'm like, you know what? Now that I've got ready for bed, splash some water on my face. I could probably finish this movie right now. So we turn it on again, and Amber's watching it with me. Right at that point, and as we're watching this, she's like, what in the holy hell is this movie? She's like, this is one of the craziest movies that I have ever seen. And I'm like, it's not totally crazy all the way through. You started watching the crazy movie. But for me, it doesn't get much better than like a far right like guy yelling about commies and liberals and, and yeah. whatever, freaking out, shooting people. Oh, dude, and, and basically they they take down the, the the whole stuff. But let's put it this way, man. As far as this movie goes, I don't think this is one of when you think of '80s horror movies. Maybe this isn't one that comes to mind. But I think this is one that should come to mind. Let me tell you why. First of all, the kills, though they were few and far between, they were excellent. They yeah. they were great, like practical rubber effects. You know, we had the there was in, in the abandoned town. There was a guy who ran a convenience store. You know, he's acting all weird. He goes up to the back room and whatever. He's like his mouth stretches out and he's like, blah, 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 and there's That's stuff kind of key going. in the movie is the stretchy mouth yeah. and that it all spews back out. And you know, in in when you're killing people, they're just like shallow or sorry hollow shells of bodies and stuff like that. Like right. I said, it's basically the blob meets the invasion of the body snatchers, but it's all kind of overlaid with this 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 feeling of comedy, this kind of over-the-top, holy shit, this is hilarious type of thing. I don't yeah. know. What do you think? I think that uh, Mo Rutherford, you know, they call me Mo because every time uh, they give me money, I want Mo. <laughs> Uh, I enjoyed him. It is kind of a comedy. It's eighty five. It's uh, yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. you know you got uh, gooey shit that's uh, taking over the world. Sure, and uh, I enjoyed it. I give it, I give it a high high rent. It's oh, on okay. Netflix streaming. It so. is, and that's yeah, absolutely. Let me tell you a couple of reasons why I I feel like I liked it a little bit more than you, but let me tell you why. Okay, first of all. Uh, you know, we talked about the itty-bitty-titty committee lady, and she was the marketing director. Uh-huh. You know, she did. There were, I mean, there were scenes where she was doing, like, models on the catwalk, and they're wearing their bikinis and, like, furs and stuff like that. She's shooting pictures of them. You know, totally 80s, dude. Oh, yeah. There was, there. I mean, this movie oozed 80s. We're talking the neon. We're talking the music. We're talking the, the styles, whatever. We're even talking about, there was a commercial that we saw where Urban... The urban youth. Well, and, and, and when I say urban youth, we're talking 80s urban youth. We're talking like... Enough is not enough. We're talking it's about... Staff. What was it? What, uh, it's like Jermaine Jackson as opposed to like Ice Cube. Okay? Sure. So, I yeah. mean, we're talking about dudes who like wear red headbands and all sorts of colored things that are breaking... And, like, like, and that was real in the 80s. Absolutely. That was real. That was, the, that, that that was, was on TV. <laughs> they're all skateboarding. Leg kicks and fame and all that shit. That <laughs> yeah. was real in commercials. And it's like, okay, so they're all enjoying the stuff, and they're cool, and they're hip, and they're young. And who doesn't want to be cool, hip, and young? 
Right. You know, freaking eat the stuff because it's amazing. Right. We had all that stuff. We had the comedy with this. We had, uh, of course, the, uh, the the crazy militia guy, which I don't know. I just laughed my ass off that whole thing. And there were some great like shootings and people were spewing stuff. And my only problem with this movie is I really wish they would have done more. The kills were so great. Yeah. I wish that they gave us more because they really, I don't know if they held back because of budget or they held back or whatever reason they held back for. And again, I, that was a rated R. It was, yeah. And there was no like F's. There was no. Nothing. Yeah. But, but, but here's the thing. I want, I'm wondering, this was 85. There was a lot of quote unquote metaphors and I, I, I was super young in 85, so I don't. I don't remember what it was like to be alive there, but I mean, we were still doing the whole, you know, Russian commie Cold War, yeah. you know, thing. And so, but the, and, you know, this kind of did the same thing as, like I said, of in, in, the invasion of the body snatchers, where it was like, oh, you know, we can't trust our dogs, we can't trust our family, right. you know, we can't trust anybody. You know, there was that whole thing, and then there was also um, kind of the metaphor. Uh, and you know, I mean, this was the Reagan era. I mean, I love him to death. I mean, he did a great, he did a great cameo in Land of Confusion, Land of Confusion video by Genesis. He did 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 a great, fantastic, great thing. But I mean, we're right in the middle of that, uh, where consumerism was huge and maybe it was a metaphor for, you know, you buy this stuff, you ingest it, you know, you buy it, but it, but it takes you over. You become obsessed with it. You become addicted to it, but it leaves you hollow. But it leaves you hollow. Maybe there's that whole you know thing going on, which you know whatever. All I'm saying is this movie was so much fun to. Watch. I don't know why it was rated don't R. Don't you think that any director wants to try and make some kind of a message? I mean, it's like, man, I'm no make absolutely this movie. Sometimes and it's got to kind of you know. I think it depends. I think it depends not only on the director, but I think it depends. I mean, on the not movie like too. a feast. Well, no, well, that's or, what I'm but, saying. But I'm saying because like, like John Carpenter maybe wanted to say something about a movie like the stuff is like, hey, let's yeah, but then package you, it and product it and sometimes send it down the conveyor belt. I, I honestly, I think maybe some movies were meant to do that, but other movies weren't. You know, other movies were just fun. Like, I mean, sure, I mean, absolutely it depends on where the director is. It depends on what the where the director is artistically, or, or you know, so you know where they are in their lives and whatever. I think like even uh, like Wes Craven, uh, you know, so I think did some like uh, really hard hitting social you know, messagey stuff. But I mean, I think well, at other times, to. sure. I mean, as it applies to the situation, but I think at other times he was just, Hey, let's make a kick-ass horror yeah. movie. You know, let's do it. And I think that, I mean, I, and I'm not going to say that every movie back then had to say something or even exactly. every movie. Well, now. Yeah. But I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't really mind if people say anything as long as they don't smack me in the face and they, and they entertain me with it yeah. because this one, I get it. I get the message you're trying to say. But it was so much GD fun to watch, man. I I love this movie. I will give this a buy. I had, I mean, I was I was lolling. For those who were uh, fifty five and above, that stands for laughing out loud. Oh yeah, okay. or laughing, uh, you know, uh, lawlessly. <laughs> Without <laughs> you were laughing to the point where you may get arrested. Yeah for that yeah no i i, I love this movie I, and i hadn't seen this in years and years um and it was kind of a, a last minute type thing that we decided to do that well that because i gave you a screwy copy of humanoids from the uh-huh. deep but yes. all i'm saying is is that i am really glad that i got a chance to revisit this it wasn't a masterpiece there was some stuff in it that i was just like yeah you throw away whatever but i was thoroughly enjoyed in fact this movie as i'm watching it 
Usually when I'm watching a movie, I, you know, every once in a while, I'll be like, okay, well, how much longer is in this? Because I got shit to do. This movie, I didn't check, and it flew by. The, you know, it, it, except for that one part where I was like, oh, man, I got, it's, you know, it's a, my alarm went off. It's because I have an alarm to go to bed. Oh, Actually, shit. Yeah. Really? I, I said, oh, it's time to go to bed. So the alarm went off. I have to go get ready and get I can it. use one of those. Yeah. And that, so I don't stay up all night. So I have an alarm that says, Mike, wake up. Then I have a, an alarm that says, Ding. Mike, go to bed. Oh. I do. I have to, or else I just won't do. I, I, you know, I won't adhere, and I'll be too tired, whatever. But and you listen to the alarm, and you go, "It's time, shut up, brains." Yeah, and I said, "I got it. I got it." Well, and I walked in from my office, the Nona room, and I walked into the bedroom. I'm like, it's time. I'll have to finish the last twenty minutes That's of this it. tomorrow. But I was like, you know what? I feel awake. Let's finish this right now. And it was fun. I like this movie quite a bit. Yeah. I. I don't know. I I don't think it deserves to be one of the classics because I just wish there was some more shit. I wish the shit hit the fan a little bit more. Uh, but I'll give this a, a solid buy. You know, a, a pretty solid. Hey, watch this one. Check it out. It's pretty freaking funny. Um, it's not going to blow you away, but right. you're going to have a good time. That for me, I give it a high rent. Yeah, okay, well, that's fine, man. And it was entertaining yeah. and uh, yeah, that's it. good. There so, you go. That's it. Do you have anything else to say about this one? Uh, I wish I did, but I don't. Dude. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, that's it. I don't know why uh, I haven't watched this in so long. Uh, uh, this rekindled my love for Paul Servino. I just want to say that. Uh, however, that's all we got for this episode, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Let me give you a recap on the question of the episode, shall we? That was a hidden message, by the way. What was it? It just rekindled my love for Paul Savino was a total hidden message. Why is it? that? Why? Well, because you kind of fall in line to the way he felt. Oh, no, no. Well, also, you know what? It rekindled my love for Paul Savino no, you know the last. Movie. You know the last movie that really uh, rekindled my love for him? What? Repo the Genetic Opera. I love uh, that movie. Yeah. I do. I. I. And, and may, it may be silly, but maybe it's because Giles, I, I enjoyed it. But I love yeah, that movie. Like, I th- to me that movie is huge. I. I just love it. He was in that. He's got an operatic voice, by the way. He really does. Oh, I know. So him and uh, uh, the guy from uh, Princess Bride. The, oh, really? What's his name? Uh, the the man Sk- in black. You, father, my my father. Oh, you really? And Inga Montoya does. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not know. Yeah, that. He's got a wonderful voice dude you know what's funny is i would love to see paul servino shoot a dead deer in concert with a flaming arrow hell who wouldn't want to see that he's dead now isn't uh, he uh i don't he's I don't, close to dead I don't, he's well one way or another he was also in like a, another i can't remember it was a really cool movie about dead guys but anyways paul there servino, is plus, nothing better than seeing people shoot deer on no, stage nothing at be- a rock concert it's hello everybody flaming arrow he's like He's like Bango Tango. I don't even. Th- I don't even. Th- I really don't even think Bill O'Reilly would enjoy that. Uh, he would. where he would. Sit- I mean, he would do. He would. he would guffaw and go, "Well done, sir." But he would just be so out of sorts and be like, "Dude, you're at a Ted Nugent concert, you fucking idiot." I don't know if he'd go to a Bill or a, no. a Ted Nugent concert. But but what I'm saying is is good for him. Thank goodness, you know that there are people out there that will yeah. be able to support Shoot us. It. Kill it, all right we're stop we're stopping we're we're, do- we're done with all that or stuff. we die we're, we're done with all that stuff but no uh no that's all uh question for next episode if there is one mo- uh cliche in horror movies that you would like to see stricken 
made illegal. Not like really. We're not talking about government coming in. Right. You know, we we all we all want don't want the government to to, to censor stuff. Okay. Right. But I'm just saying, if there's one horror movie cliche that you want to see go, what is it? And uh, maybe give some uh, maybe give some uh, uh, examples of yeah. that. And why? Oh, well, okay. Well, yeah, sure. What would you like to see go, and why? And why would you like to see that happen? And why do why do you let it get to you, people? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the number is three eight five three five one nine two seven three. That is three eight five three five one nine two seven three. That's beautiful. Oh, okay, right here, right here. Set adrift on memory bliss of you. <laughs> we're stopping. No, PM Don, yeah, dude. What the it. fuck? Where's ah, that coming from? I just from? dropped that bomb it's on you right nasty. there. Awesome. I like that. Cool. Uh, okay, well, that's all we got. So, from the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya. Oh,